Best show. How's everybody doing tonight? It's me, Tom, here with you in the month of February. What's up, my February people? Who else loves February, right? Let's hear it. Let's hear from all my February lovers. No? Nothing? Fair enough. Cold, right? Cold. All right, enough of that. That's topical stuff. How about politics, right? Boy, that's crazy. Okay, enough of that. Now let's go to sports. Boy, the big game's coming up. That's going to be a real thrill. We got sports, weather. We did weather already. Local interest. Did he, I pet a puppy the other day? There we go. That's the news. Uh, and it's the best show. The real news is that the best show's here and it's time. And I mean this sincerely. All you dunces and dimwits, halfwits and frauds. You had your shot. You had your shot. You, the kid was on the ropes. You had your shot. Well, you know what? You should have taken the kid out because here we go. We're a best shows on the ascent and we're just at the beginning right now. Just like, uh, uh, they said in, uh, uh, happy Gilmore. We've only just begun. And that song, I think was the, the theme from happy Gilmore. I'm not sure who it's by. We've only just begun, right? That song, the theme from happy Gilmore. We've only just begun when he goes, uh, Let's go do it. Gooby dooby. Best show. Wrong music. Best show. Right music. Shut up. 
What's up? How we doing? Ding dong, bing bong. What's going down, everybody? It's the best show here on a Tuesday night in February. My name's Tom Sharpling. I'm the host of the show. Some might say the host with the most. Some might say that. Some might not. Ah, you can't be concerned about them that they, they wouldn't say that. I'm the host with the most. The rat bastard. Who don't love the old rat bastard, huh? The old rat bastard doing it the way I do it. Just the way it's got to be done. Rat bastard style. Down and dirty. John Wick 4 style in the, in the, the gutters. We ain't up in the penthouse. We are in the outhouse. Ironically, there's an old copy of penthouse on the floor of the outhouse. And there's a copy of outhouse up in the penthouse. Reminds me, I got to uh, cancel my subscription to Outhouse Magazine. Hasn't been the same since they moved the writing staff to Gainesville, Florida. What do we got going on tonight? The topic tonight is a good one. This is going to be a good one. I want to know what was your first or best, oh, no, I'm getting old moment. What was your first or best moment of those? I got one. I'll tell you the story. Maybe we'll see if the intrepid Best Show staff have any. Uh, it's a little, a little more difficult because they're uh, a bunch of greenhorns, if you know what I mean. These are... Uh, I'm doing the show here. I'm used to a phone that you had to crank the thing up on the telephone pole and, and then call and you hope, uh, that you hope you don't fall off the telephone pole and the, uh, Mr. Haney don't try to sell you something. But that Arnold Ziffel, what a, what a, what a class act, class act. That's what I come from. And then meanwhile, I'm surrounded by this crew. They're like, mm, I just had my, uh, I just had some kombucha on TikTok. And I'm like, what? And they're like, whatever, Gramps. Just how it goes. The passage of time. Who knows where the time goes? Speaking of which, that song. Well, first, let's say the songs we just heard. Let's not talk about that yet. We just heard. We just heard. The amazing. The late, great Jay Dilla. From. An album called Motor City came out about four years ago. We heard Motor City 7 on that album, and it was Jay Dilla's birthday uh, a couple days ago. He died over 10 years ago at this point. 
one of the all-time greats, Jay Della, Mad Lib. These are the, this is the top of the crop. But Jay Dilla, rest in peace. There's a book out now, a book, a Jay Dilla book, which I will, uh, I want to pick up when I want to go get that. And hopefully, uh, the bookstore has a copy when I go to get it. I hope they got one in stock and I'll pick it off the shelf and I'll make sure nobody bent it too badly. And then, uh, when I bring it up to the counter, I'll, Buy maybe another thing and uh, like a magazine. And then I'll set them both on the counter and then I'll buy the book. And starting off with Anna McClellan from the album Yes and No from uh, also a few years ago. We heard Falling Orbits. No, Flailing Orbits. Not Falling Orbits, Flailing Orbits. It's a great album. Love it. Can't go wrong. All right. Phone number 201-332-3484 is the number to call the best show if you want to get in on this topic or talk about whatever else you want. I'll, I'll allow it, as they say. I'll allow it. But in the meantime, let's let's see who who who's here. Who's here? Who do we got this week? Do we have uh, Dudio? Is Dudio here? Hollywood Dudio, aka Woodio. How are you, Tom? I'm good. I'm good. How are you? I'm great. I like I'm, that. I like the positivity. I'm having like a good that. time. Give yourself ten points. Thank you. And I just want to say, uh, we also uh, an exciting thing that that Jason Gore. Uh, he uh, he is one of the four members of the. the he's he's one of the four members of the 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 the, uh, the, the so far boys, which is this group of uh, outlaws, <laughs> roaming the the, <laughs> the 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 open plains. Yeah. Um. Now the so far boys. What is that you're asking? Well, let me tell you. We do a show on the Patreon, a bonus show. For only the people that support the best show over at Patreon. And you gotta support the best show on Patreon. Patreon.com slash the best show. That's how you support the show. It's the only way we make uh, any money on this show is through that. Cover all the expenses, doing the show, make sure we can pay people. That's where you go. Patreon.com slash the best show. And we're gonna figure some new stuff out and have it happen up there. We got uh, a new episode of So Far, episode 16 of So Far. The Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young catalog recap show. The second to last episode is up and, uh, you can check that out there. And one of the songs, uh, that's been stuck in my head ever since our last, uh, record was who knows where the time goes originally by who do who can you name the group? Can you, can I can't. you, I can't. I can't, Oh, too focused on target. Too focused on Target. He too. Wait, what do you mean? The, what do you mean? Mike's favorite song from the band. Oh, Target. That's right. This Graham Nash song was Mike's favorite song because Mike has a a, a thing I call uh uh I I call uh a DSP and it's a degenerate uh, perception <laughs> uh, sense that if there's a moment that's creepy, unsettling. 
uh, bad metaphor, a clunky metaphor for, 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 uh, for uh, sex or uh, any part of the uh, anatomy, Mike. Suddenly, Mike's his his ears are ablaze. Someone has to call it out. What's that? Someone has to call it out. Oh no, no! You fill a you fill a <laughs> valuable role in society. <laughs> I'm not saying. Uh-huh. I'm not saying. I'm not putting you down. I'm saying this uh-huh. is this is the this is one of the many roles you <laughs> you fill. Mm-hmm. That you spot these things. Yeah. And Mike found this track eight songs deep on a Graham Nash <laughs> album where he's just like, did you hear Target? Did you hear the lyrics to Target? And I'm like, as soon as I heard Target, I'm like, odds are this one's on Mike's radar. <laughs> so we're so close with so far. The next session is going to be so long. Yeah. And I've already heard from multiple people. Dudio, because yeah, Dudio was just like Dudio was like, why don't we only do a short <laughs> one? I didn't. Say, yeah, that's He's exactly like, how it sounded. <laughs> Come on, Tom. No, Alexandra Dice Clay's wife voice. <laughs> oh, good. It's the nice person voice. It's oh, a nice person. Oh, the, as long as it's the nice person voice. That's the nice person. Go, Andrew oh, Dice Clay right is ahead. the dope. Go Andrew right Dice Clay is. So he goes. No, oh, look, I'll be fair. You're right. That was out of bounds. I apologize. Give yourself 50 more points because <laughs> Thank of that. Thank you. I'm at 60. Give yourself 50 more points because of my faux pas <laughs> with that. You're right. That is not an impression. It should have been just like, hey, man. Right? See? Yeah, that's perfect. That, it's like it's like I'm hearing myself. Yeah. Because it was like, he goes, let's make it shorter. <laughs> when it comes to what this new uh with this final episode of so far which is going to have so many so many um uh albums to review jason was like let's make it a short one 24 24 what 24 albums to review yeah uh, okay well then that's what we'll i've do. already told Kristen that that the day that we record that i'm going to be recording all day yeah okay i'm prepared i'm prepared too I just don't think we need to talk more than 10 minutes about paradox. Well, but it probably will be an hour discussion. I'm telling you, I listen to the people <laughs> and the people have come out and told me, Dudio, this is a final episode. Don't you dare cut it short. They're like, we want all of it. And I've heard this from people you respect. Who? Who? Who said well, this? I can't name, name names. names. I can't name names. But I, I, look, I name swear. One. I swear. No, I'm not going to name anyone's names. It's, it, would, it would be a violation. We're but I hip, swear. We're not medical. It isn't a HIPAA violation. Well, it's uh, it's a violation by my by my uh, metric of 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 being friends with people. If they're going to be kind okay. enough to to listen and give give good feedback. They were like, don't short, don't short change it. You got to go all the way in. We want to hear all of it. And these are fans of so far. Dudia, these are people who heard every minute of the thing. Oh, I know. I know. It's just, it's going to be five hours. Okay. This last one wasn't even a big batch and it was two and a half hours. Well, it means we're doing something right. I'm fine. I'm in on it. We got to do it. Look, a man much wiser than me 
said these words. Man. How you doing, Jason? <laughs> and Jason, I'll have you know, I went to a wedding. Uh-huh. That's right. The story is... The story goes further than this, too. Okay. And the story isn't just me going. To, and the first love before I go. And we also got Pat, Pat Byrne here. Pat, the, the, the Jersey, the, the true Jersey devil. Pat Byrne. It me. What do you think about that? You nailed it. What about the Jersey Angel? Ooh, I like that. Pat, thoughts? The Jersey Angel. I th- I think it's it's it it paint it creates Hates an it. illusion that it might not be a hundred percent true. Okay. Well, that's fine. So, it's I too said much to live up to. That's what the problem is. I go to this wedding. I go to this wedding, and I meet somebody at this wedding. Very nice, very nice person. And and she says to me, she says. First, first of all, I'm not trying to toot my own horn here, but she says I'm a fan, a big fan of the best show, big fan of the book. And then I said, I said I'm listening. And then um, she said, "You tell Dudio that whenever you play that buzzsaw sound, (laughs) it's a funny, it's it's." It's, if you're not, if you're wondering whether it's funny or not, it's funny. Oh, it's very, I, it's funny yeah. every time I hear it. Yeah. So now tell me this. Yes. You didn't know who does the original, who knows where the I time not. goes. No. Mike, you're well, exempt uh, from this. You're exempt from this. Pat, because <laughs> I know you know. I know you know. Okay. Pat, do you, do you know? What's the song again? Who knows where the time goes? That would be, um, is it the Four Seasons? It's not the Four Seasons. Mike? Marty Robbins? Not Marty Robbins. Oh, it's a Bob Dylan song covered by Fairport Convention. There it is. This guy got it. Oh, wow. Sandy Denny. Sandy Denny. Look at this. Bam. You think you're bleeping rock school over here. You think you're bleeping rock school. The professor's in. Professor List just, just, just threw his, his satchel down on the desk. All right, kids. But there's a version of this song sung by Judy Collins. Which I'm not listening to that version right now. version is this All the birds this Marty Robbins no, I don't want to hear this version I want to hear John uh, what's his face guitar man what's that guitar guy's name Richard Thompson is that Richard Thompson I want to hear him sing it no offense Richard Thompson <laughs> well now the show just stinks because of this moment <laughs> play the buzzsaw again I can't. I deleted it. You liked it too much. Oh no, I don't. I don't. No, no, I don't. Oh, well, I'll, I'll, I'll pull it out of the, or out of the garbage. Where is it? Well, well it's a, no. Here's. Oh my goodness! This is, a, this is mortifying. It's one of the most mortifying moments of my life. 
I can't find this bleeping song. Oh my god. This is embarrassing. You have a Sandy Denny greatest hits collection? I don't. Hmm. Maybe it's under Sandy Denny rather than Fairport Convention. Maybe it is. Maybe it is. Maybe it is. This guy, I tell you. Professor. Yeah. The professor is in. Sane. Right? Let's get that mic. The professor is in. Sane. <laughs> I don't I don't get that. The professor's insane. insane. Oh, okay. Uh, I got it. It's a real real funny stuff, Mike. You gotta, okay. <laughs> you, gotta you gotta try to keep up, buddy. This is insane. Okay. <laughs> you gotta try to keep yeah. up. That pause this threw is, me off. That this you, is the you, good the, stuff. The Mike, pause threw me off. Stuff. Yeah, no. This is the good stuff, Mike. Yeah. You gotta try to keep up. I'm the trying. Professor is in. Sane. You were nice enough to say that you just didn't get it, though. You could have been like, oh, yeah, right. I thought it was a new uh, variation on Psych or something like that. No. Same. No. Same. Same. Psych. Oh, this is going to ruin the show. <laughs> Me looking for this dumb song. Is this an oh, no, I'm getting old moment? Is it? Now this is a this is a I hate technology moment. <laughs> this is a yeah. Here we go. Come on. It's on unhalf breaking. You dummies. <laughs> I told you that. Listen to that. Yeah, That's take nice. your time, guys. Real nice. Yeah, by all means, sing anytime you want. Across the evening sky. There it is. The late great Sandy all the Denny. Birds are Did the uh, Nick Drake producer produce this as well? Is this John Joe Martin? Boyd? Oh, or Boyd, Joe Boyd? Yeah. I think Joe Boyd did do this. Yeah, sounds like it. Can't mess with this. I'm not gonna let you mess with it. Oh, nice. Welcome back. Uh, we're here. It's four fifty-eight a.m. Listening to some Sandy Denny and Fairport Convention in the studio. You tell him, Sandy Denny and Bob Dylan. You ever hear this Bob Dylan voice? This is he. He can't. He can't sing. <laughs> now, what's up, Mike? What were you saying? She met a tragic end, right? Yes. Yeah. Well, you know, it, it, maybe it all plays into the theme of the show tonight. It all plays into the theme. It all plays into the theme. Oh my God, that moment, that moment when you realize, oh no, I'm getting old. It all hits everybody. It all hits everybody. I want to hear every, Pat, has anybody called yet with anything? Only two. We got to keep the phones ringing at 201. Oh my God. Only 332-3484. 
Guess they got to get those jitterbug phones out. Well, go charge your jitterbug up. Here comes another. Talk to all the fossils tonight. Got to talk to the fossils tonight, right? Crypt keepers in training. Let's get them all on the line. Now we got come full on, phones. old old timers. Now we got full funds. Thank God. Thank God. I don't know what I would do. No, but you know, they say. It creeps up on you. It's like getting thrown into a, a boiling pot of water, like the the way they boil a, a frog, right? They throw a frog in a pot of water, and the frog don't know what's going on, and suddenly it's bubbling and boiling, and they, before they know it, it gets turned up a temperature at a time, the frog's in a boiling pot of water. That's how it goes down. That's what it's like when you realize that, yes, just like the clean said, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. You're getting older. That's like the clean set, remember? at best so look this is my story this is a recent one this is not the first one because look your guy your guy's got a birthday coming up your guy's got a birthday coming up old Tom gonna get a year older not old but getting older but getting older not old though but I will say this This is when it hit me, truly hit me. Y'all know I did this walking challenge, million steps in three months, October, November, December. I said, I'm going to hit it. I'm going to walk. I'm going to hit this goal. And I'm walking five, six, seven, eight miles a day, trying to keep up, hit the goal. And I'm making these, I'm hitting these days like a, Freaking champ. I'm telling you. I'm hitting it like a champ. I'm logging it. I'm logging it on a, in a book and I got this thing going and I got the numbers and the numbers are going up. And next thing you know, I'm closing in on a million steps and I feel like the king of the world. I proves I set a goal. I dedicated myself to the goal. 
I hit the goal. I did it. King of the world. King of the world. New Year's Eve. Hit that millionth step on New Year's Eve. King of the world. But then the part I didn't talk about yet. Four days later. Four days later. I'm at the drive-thru. The drive-thru. For, uh, I'm at the drive-thru for, uh, at Coffee Bean. Now, Coffee Bean is a more West Coast based coffee chain. Coffee Bean and Tea Leaf. Now, I know a lot of people love Starbucks and I, I've loved Starbucks in the past. Not anymore, Jack. I switched over to Coffee Bean. So I'm at the drive-thru, getting my coffee, my my latte, and I know plenty of people laugh. Oh, you got the mocha choker. You can't just get a normal cup of coffee. You got to get a half-calf, no-foam, mocha choker, extra pump. No, it's a latte. It's not that tricky. Yeah, I'll get a latte with almond milk. They ain't too fancy. But I'm online at the in, in line at the drive-thru. That's another thing that might be a sign of getting older. When you say you're online and you get made fun of by people like, oh, you were logged in. Oh, oh yeah. What was the uh, you? Yeah. Oh, how many bars did you have at that point? Oh yeah. What was the you were? No, I was in line. Okay. Because I used to say online all the time before there was a thing called online. So then I'm at the drive-thru. I order my coffee. They give me the coffee. And then I get out of the car. I get, I get out of the car. I pull out of the drive-thru. I sip the coffee. I'm like, oh, this isn't right. Something's wrong here. So then it just doesn't taste right. I'm like, oh, they made this wrong. So I pull over, park, going to go back inside and switch. I'm not going to wait on a little drive through line again. I go back inside to get it. And I go back in to say like, hey, this is not the latte I ordered. And your guy trips on the curb. Now this is, they get this, this is days, days after setting this millionth step. And then I step off the curb and I mess my foot up so bad. Like a, oh my God, it was so dumb. And now I'm like limping. I'm limping through the park. I'm, I get a million steps out of the way. Now I can't even walk in to switch a cup of coffee. And that's when I realized, Tom, time's a ticking. So now I'm at the podiatrist. Now I'm getting my foot checked out. And I'm, he's like, the nice, and that nice guy, nice guy says, um, 
He's like, yeah, why don't you walk? Uh, let me see you walk on it. And I walk down the hallway and he's watching. He goes, oh, yeah, that's a real bag of bones you got in that foot. A little bag of bones. And he tapes my foot up and I'm walking around. I got my foot taped up. Yeah. You guys falling apart. Your guy's falling apart. So, yeah. So, it hits home. Got another birthday coming up. When? I don't know. I don't know when it is. It's tomorrow. But I'm not here to talk about that. And I just... Yeah, so let's not make the show about that. But what it does is it sinks in. That it's another year getting up there. It's a bummer, but I'm not old. I'm older, but I'm not old. But you know what? This is the best part of it. I know what I'm doing. I got a few good years left in me before I'm, as my friend Spike would have said, Elderly, when he would always say that, I'm in two years, I will be elderly. I got some fight left. There's still some fight in the old, the old, the old, uh, rat bastard's got a little fight left in him. And I'm going for it. I'm taking everybody with me. You hear that? You bums, you dunces. You frauds, the con men, you're all going down. You're all going down. Yeah. And when you go down, you know what the last sound you're going to hear is? You know what the last sound you're going to hear is? That. That's right. <laughs> Final sound you hear. <laughs> that means it's over. You know you did something wrong if this is the final sound you hear. Well, he bit all the he-dogs and winked at all the she-dogs. The town never knew such a hullabaloo as that little dog raised till the end of that day. Right. I like jazz. That's one of the, that's one of the benefits of getting a little older. I've come to uh, appreciate jazz. Mm -hmm. And that's one of my favorite jazz artists. Uh, An artist by the name of Kim Cattrall. It's uh, one of the classic jazz scatters. And by that, I mean everyone scatters when she starts singing. (laughs) 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 Pat, we got any calls? Yeah, man. Throw one my way, please. Please. For the love of God, throw a call my way. Not asking for much. Just throw me a call, would you? Well, just one. Hello, Best Show. Hello. Hello, hi. Welcome to the Best Show. Thank you. Hi, to whom am I speaking? 
Uh, my name is Terry Tate. I'm Eric White's mom. Oh, my goodness. Your name is Terry. Uh-huh. Terry Kate? Kate, T-A-T-E. Terry Tate, which is an amazing name, first of all. That's an amazing name. Thank you. I made it up. Well, I like it so much. I'm glad glad you do. Now, you are the mother. Hold on a sec. You are the mother of the esteemed artist, Eric White? I am. I am. Wow. Wah-wah-wee-wah. I have a friend who would say, in that case, he'd say, wah-wah-wee-wah. Uh-huh. So you, and how long have you been, how long have you been his mommy? Right uh, from the outset, huh? His, yeah, pretty much his whole life. Coming up right. on 54 years, I think. Sure. Give or take. Give or take a yeah. few years, you were there for the whole ride. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. Now, should I call you, should I call you Terry, Terry Tate? Uh, what, what should I call you? Mom? Can I call you mom? You may, yes, certainly. Okay, I'm going to call you mom. Okay, good. Well, mom, Eric, I'm gonna, I just want to say you deserve a trophy because you raised one of the best people I've ever met. Thank you. I've actually raised two of them. I don't know if you know his brother, Justin, but um, he's equally marvelous in slightly different ways. But thank you. I'll take the trophy. Yeah, no. Eric Eric is an amazing artist. I love his, his paintings and his drawings. He's so talented and I'm just blown away by the stuff he does. And his uh, Justin has called in to this show uh-huh. before. And now you're calling. This is so exciting, Mom. What? Yeah, uh, well, it's all in the family, you know? Yeah, Eric no, that's is great. a rather devoted fan of yours, if you haven't noticed. I've heard. I've heard. Yeah. And it's, yeah. it's, very, and it's mutual. He's very talented. Oh, well. When did you realize... That your son was so talented. Um, he, when he was, I think, seven or eight. Well, actually, that's not true. When he was not quite two, he, I left him downstairs with some um, Easter cards or Mother's Day cards and said, write your name on those. And, um, which I think he did do because he knew the alphabet by then. And I came back, and he'd drawn all these little pictures. And I and we were the only people in the house, and I looked at him, and I said, Eric, who did that? And he looked at me like I was nuts and said, I did. And wow. uh, but he was my first kid, so I didn't know that all kids didn't do that. And then I, he took uh, some kind of art class, when he was about seven, I was working and I needed to find things for the kids to do. And he informed me as I was going out the door to work that he had an art show that day. And so I managed to get coverage and went to the art show. And people were looking around at all this cute little, you know, offerings. 
And then they were gathering in this one area where there was, he had created an alternative civilization in tiny, you know, how, how teensy tiny he can do the detail he does. So this was a very miniaturized civilization. It had their housing, their vehicles, their food, their apparel, their buildings, their, all their transportation, the whole thing. And people were like just all amazed because all the rest of the stuff was like what most seven-year-olds would do. And the art teacher came up to me and said, are you Eric White's mom? And I said, yeah. And uh, she said, he's very talented. And that was really the first I knew. Wow. Because you, you heard it from someone else. You, you knew he was talented, I'm sure. But you maybe did not understand the degree of his talent. Well, and like I said, he was my first kid, so I didn't have anything yeah. to compare it to. Sure, but you saw things, you're like, oh, that's nice. This is nice. Yeah. Like, you didn't think he was talentless, but you no, did, no, did no. not know how talented. Yeah, I thought it was a little odd that a two-year-old would just come up with, you know, could draw little chickies and bunnies freehand. Yeah. But, I, you know, I also thought it was odd that an 18-month-old would know all the letters of the alphabet. Yeah. Now, one of the things that I, has been a little bit of a hurdle for me is I'm as dumb as the day is long, and it really, it just, it's not my strength. I'm not smart. I doubt, I think that, uh, I read your book. I think I'm not really buying that. And I know what a, you have an incredible memory. Well, I don't know, I don't know if that's true. But I just well, uh, I do. no, I'm I'm more I'm more street smart. I'm crafty. Okay. I get by. I get by. I can I can handle a situation and navigate circumstances. But when it comes to actual book smarts, that's not me. I'm 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 uh, I'm not very smart. All right. Well, I'm assuming this is a a, a takeoff point for something else, or we just going to argue about how intelligent no no we're not i'm just saying i'm just saying it must be nice uh, my poor mother had to deal with with a kid who was uh, uh, uh dumb as a bag of hammers but <laughs> but you had you had one of the smart kids so god bless you mom yeah 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 they're both very smart it's true mm-hmm yeah, now, no, no can, can you give me some insight? Was there a moment when you realized for what was the first time you felt yourself when you're like, oh, wow, I'm getting a little older? Well, I was at a picnic in some park in the, I know the name of it, but because I'm old, it escapes me in Berkeley with a bunch of friends who were all younger than I. And, um, and we were sitting there and there was, there was a guy there that was sort of cute. And I thought, you know, huh, he's interesting. And, um, so, but, and I mean, it was, it wasn't like anything serious, but I had just noticed that. And, um, and it dawned on me as we were sitting there eating 
that it, it somehow was, came up in the conversation, and I was about to say, I have a son who's about to turn 40. Mm-hmm. And then, um, and and then it just hit me. It was like, oh shit! Don't say that. Oh, can I say that on the radio? Oh, no, you did. It's okay. You don't worry about it. Okay. Um, that's not something you say in a room at you know a table full of people who are not that much older than forty themselves. Mm-hmm. And and at that point, I realized that I, in fact, was old. And that wow. was some 14 years ago, so imagine how I am now. Oh, I can imagine how you are now. I don't even need to imagine how you are now. I can hear how you are now, and you are pretty awesome. Well, thank you very much. That's very sweet. Of course. Well... Hopefully, hopefully I talk to you soon. Oh, thank you so much. That's very kind of you, Mom. Um, And I'm I'm just uh, down there next week. Sorry, I'm hoping to be down there to visit him next week. So okay, well, maybe I'll swing by. Who knows? Maybe you should. Yeah, maybe I will. That'd be great. One of the best things about me, if I if if you're hanging out with me, I don't know when I don't read signals of when it's time to leave when people want me out of their house. Yeah, well, I I would imagine it was Eric there that the answer to that is never. So oh, that's um, sweet. Well, that's very kind. Well, well, maybe we'll meet each other. Who knows, Mom? You never know. I I we we don't. Right. Who knows? Who knows what the future holds? Really? All right. Well, it's it was so nice to speak it. to you. Wonderful so nice to, to talk, talk to you. you. And I will talk to you Thank soon. You. And Thank you for saying nice things about my book. You're very kind. Oh, well, you're very welcome. Okay. Well, have a great night. You too. Okay. All right. Bye. That was nice. It's a nice call to kick the show off. Got a little, I got a little, uh, Wisdom from a friend of the show's mother, Eric White, great artist. Check his stuff out. Pay out. What other lines we got? We got we got them all, Tom. Yeah, give me five. We got five. Yeah, give me five. Coming up. Hello, best show. What's up, Tom? First time caller Mike and Baybridge here. Hey. How you doing? Good, Mike. Oh, man. You're lucky to be out there, I'll tell you that. It's kind of wet and gray here the last few days. Yeah? Uh, Yeah. Pretty depressing, I got to say. But, uh, you know, I guess you could look at it like the grayness is obscuring the sense of connection we have to one another, but it's also an illusory loss of connection, uh, you know, because th- that underlying feeling, that sense of community, that sense of place cannot okay, be... Well, okay, well, I just got to stop you there. This is not... Your name's not Mike in Baybridge. This is Bruce Springsteen. I'll tell you, man, 
you remembering my existence each week, it's one of the main things I pray for every Tuesday morning. Well, 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 Bruce, I remember you. You're it's so kind nice. of, It's kind uh, of eventful. Oh, come on. Um, I got something for the topic. Okay. Oh, that's cool. What do, what do you have for now, the topic? Am I correct? It's the moment you realized you were getting older. Is that what it is? Yeah, yeah, like, oh, no, I'm getting older. Okay. Well, I'm sure it was the same for most people out there as it was for me. Um, We were in the middle of a concert in Hartford, and I realized I could only hang vertical on my microphone stand for 20 seconds and not the usual 30. And that's when you felt you realized it? Yeah, it's like I was up there, and I was starting to get a little weaker, and I remember thinking, well, I guess this is 67 yeah, well, you know, you're you're a little different than the rest of us, Bruce. Oh, you're kind, you're kind. Hey, you know what I think would be a good topic? What's that? It's, do you think anywhere on Earth someone is, and then you fill that in? <laughs> do you think anyone on Earth is... Can I start... Think? Yeah, you want to start one? Yeah, give me a, give me a taste. I, this is exciting. You're you're pitching topics for the show. Yeah, I, I know how much you love when people pitch you ideas. Yeah, well, from you, I'll make a, make a little exception. So what, oh, let, let's hear this. How would it work? Do you think? Do you think anywhere on Earth, someone is eating a banana split with a stethoscope for a spoon? Like one person on Earth right now is that happening? Yes. No, I don't. All right. How about this one? Do you think anywhere on earth right now someone is listening to Gigi Allen's song, 1980s Rock and Roll, in a church? Um, I'm going to say no, that's not happening somewhere right, on the planet. Right. That's, yeah. What do you think? Probably not. Now you do one. Okay. Do you think anywhere on earth someone is watching Ernest Goes to Camp, the movie Ernest Goes to Camp, with subtitles on? Um, in, in a, uh, in a tuxedo. Just like sitting still in a tuxedo in front of their television. You aren't watching me, are you? Wait, no. No, is that what you're I'm doing? I'm kidding. I'm, no, I'm not doing that. Oh, you got, you got me there for a second. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, another thing yeah. to ponder. What's that, what you, Bruce? What do, you, what do you think the last normal thing the Pope did before he became Pope? I could picture that the Pope, I could picture he went to like a, like a pharmacy and bought like a like a six pack sleeve of candy bars where they'll be like, here's, here's, here's six Snickers bars. Okay. 
That's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, like I picture I like he that. did. He probably went on like a candy run, and then he got back home, and then someone's like, they're like, uh, "Hello, your holy." Out of the thing. There's white smoke What's that? Out of the thing. There's white he smoke was, coming out of the thing right now. Yeah, this, he was probably walking down the street, and he's like, "There's smoke coming out of the thing." Wonder who it is. Fingers crossed. And then someone comes up to him and goes, Your Excellency, please come this way. And he's like, Oh, snap. And do you think he was doing the, that, uh, very quietly to himself? You think he was doing, I'm in the money. I'm in the money. I don't know if he would have started singing. I don't know if he would look at it as his money. That's not necessarily, that's not his money. I guess I just assumed that they got a fat paycheck. I don't think I don't think popes are getting paid. I think the I think getting the job is the payment. Oh, weird. Okay. Kind of like but you, how much? Yeah. Well, how much do you think he's getting paid, the pope? I don't know. Well, I, they have all that gold. You always hear about Vatican gold and stuff like that. Yeah. So. I just figured, you know, a couple million, like a couple million a year. So you think they're you think they're throwing no, that that they're a writing? Day. You think they're really writing some fat checks for the Pope? Yes, yeah. I think he just goes down to the Vatican uh, bank and and says, uh, oh, "I just got paid." Um, put, uh, I forgot my my uh, my bank book, but uh, uh-huh. I'm good for it. You you've seen me. Yeah, I'm the Pope. Yeah. Do you think he has like? Do you think he's a part of like one of those Christmas clubs that banks used to have? Oh yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah, they get like a free. Well, it's in Italy, so so he probably gets like a free uh, bruge, what's it called, bruschetta or uh, minagot. Yes, he would get he would get some free minagot. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Hey, 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 Tom, something else to think about? Yeah, what's that, Bruce? You ever see, like, an elderly person and wonder what the last movie they saw in a theater was? Uh, uh, Bruce, I have thought this plenty of times. Are you serious? Yeah. For the longest I mean- time, I always thought the movie every old-timer must have seen as the last movie they saw in a theater would be Tootsie. I was 100% certain you were going to say one of the Oh God films. That that makes perfect sense also. But I just picture, for some reason, like, let's go to the movies tonight. Where they're like, let's go to the movies. And then they're like, Let's go see this Tootsie I've been hearing is really funny. It's got Dustin Hoffman in a dress. <laughs> Remember him from the graduation? Yeah, like the guy, the the young fella, the little fella from the graduation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I love it. Oh. Yeah, that's how I picture that going. I, I totally get it. I, I get it. Um. Hey, you know, I mentioned I was praying uh, that you would recognize me every Tuesday. Um, the, the, there's also some other things I, I, I pray for. Okay. 
Well, what else lately, do you pray I, for? lately I've been praying uh, for an offer to appear on one of these new improv comedy thriller series. Okay. Yeah. Well, you know, I know a lot of people are saying a show where famous comedy actors stifle laps and backpats as they proudly improv a crime drama for 30 minutes sounds tedious, but I think I would be a great guest. Okay. And is, is this something... I think my, my improv jobs are pretty good. Okay. Yeah, I, didn't know you, I didn't know you had uh, improv chops. Oh, oh yeah. Well, let's do a scene. Do a scene. Pick, pick, a, uh, pick, pick something. Like, where's this thing? Where's, where and what? Pick something. Um, okay. Um, the, a gas station. All right. And do you want to, like a job? Do you want me to tell you what you do or something? What? How do you want to do this? You tell me what, what I do, and I, how about you? You're a customer or something. Okay, yeah, I'm a customer, and you're you're working. You you are working the pumps. Okay, okay. Hey, sir, uh, what can I do you for today? Oh, uh, fill it up with the uh, with the eighty seven. It's the type of gas. Oh, okay. Oh, you want 87 gas. Okay, um, yeah, hang on. Let me uh, put on my little cap and, uh, okay, pumping away and. Uh, All right. Can I be honest? I don't know what to do. Yeah, this is not, this is not tracking as yeah, much I think as. I just, as... I, well, yeah, yeah. I, I do some things really well. I just assumed I could do that well. Uh huh. Well, look, you 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 got um you got close. Yeah. You know. Yeah. It's, it's, but yeah, I it get was, it. You're 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 might not be exactly where your uh, life is. No. Yeah. Yeah. And it it was tough because I started to laugh there, you know, in the middle of the thing, and and I I just I realized you know this is not as easy as. As you think it is not to laugh, you know, and now I know what Fallon and Raj felt like during those leather shop sketches on SNL. That's it. Then you, yeah, well, you're kind of a, I didn't know you were as much of a comedy guy as you seem to be. Oh, yeah. You know, I'll tell you what I'm addicted to right now. What's that? Roast battles. Wait, you're addicted to roast battles. Have you heard of them? Oh, yeah. Now I know what you're talking about. Oh, I love it. They're so much fun to watch. And how did you get into this? I just kind of stumbled upon it on uh, on YouTube. You know, I, 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 love, uh, I love the roasts uh, on Comedy Central, and it just led me down, you know, to these sort of these lesser-known roasts, and I, I, just, I just loved it. And, and I want to do that, too. Maybe I, I could be on the TV show, or I could incorporate roasting in my concerts. You really want to incorporate roasting into your concerts? I think so. Do you want to do like a little back and forth? Um, sure. Yeah, let's try it. All right. Well, I'll I'll start. Okay. Okay. Tom's memoir came out. Or- uh, in the middle of last year, 
The book is called It Never Ends, and boy, didn't it. Or okay. should he did it? Should he did it? Um... Yeah, boy, and it boy did didn't. It well, it's a roast, so you're supposed to put it down. It never ends. So you say, boy, didn't it never end? I don't like that. I think no. I I I think you put too. I think you put too much grease on the end of it. I think it should stop. It should just stop where I stopped. Oh, okay. Well, look, it wasn't my joke, Bruce. I don't know what to tell this you. Why, this is why I I can't be in anyone else's band. Hmm. You know, because you're just you just need to be in control. Control freak. Uh huh. Right, Is that what they like, call you? Behind my back, they call me all kinds of things. Well, they call you boss. They, yeah, but they often tack something on before it. They do. Yeah. Like what? Rhymes with ip shit. Okay. I'm sorry. I didn't realize. I didn't realize that, Bruce. Oh, I know. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> yeah. It's fine. Oh, you... Now, you... Now, you... now you do. I'm still thinking about that leather shop scene where Raj was cracking up. Uh-huh. And he would do that voice. Okay, so you... Now you roast me. Okay. Let me think. Yeah, Bruce uh, Bruce Springsteen. Bruce, you, mu- you muscle-bound idiot. You, um, you started off normal normal body type but then you got all jacked like a like a like a freak and you were on stage all muscled out and you look it's one thing to be muscled out on stage it's another thing you were so into it that they were selling human growth hormone at the merch table Hey, Tom, I thought we were friends. What do you mean? It's a, it's a, you just roast, it's a roast, we're roasting. That was so mean. Oh, my God. Um, oh, I didn't, I didn't mean I, it to hurt your feelings. Okay. All right. I'm a little thrown. Let me hang on. I, let me get my bearings here. Um, all right. Now, I, I, I'll do one. Um, Tom used to write for the TV show Monk. It's the story of a detective with OCD, which is interesting because Tom was once mistaken by a detective for ODB. That doesn't even make sense, does it? ODB? Yeah. Well, old dirty bastard. Yeah, from Wu Tang. Yeah, that doesn't that doesn't make a whole lot of sense, Bruce. All right. Hey, you know, speaking of hip hop. Yeah. I totally embarrassed myself when I first met Chuck D. Okay. You, you know how they have that song where, where he goes, he says, bass, how low can you go? Yeah. When, when I first met him, I, I said, hey, what if the, the next sound you hear after that is a foghorn? You mean like this is the lowest you can go? 
Yeah, yeah, he didn't like it. Well, I could see that's a little bit of a, it's a choice. That's a very, it's a choice. Yeah, yeah, okay, fair enough. All right, well, I guess you owe me one more. Okay. Um, again, I was not ready for this. Let me think. Well, I can, I can do one. Um, I'm not going to say Bruce is long winded, but, um, sometimes when he goes on one of those long rambling stories before he plays a song, I feel like I was born to run away from the, from the show. Was that? I don't know. I guess it's kind of like that Key and Peele sketch where, you know, he's he's doing the insults at everybody in the crowd, and then and then there's the burn victim, and he goes, "Do me," and he doesn't want to do him, and he goes, "No, I can take it," and then he does it, and then he goes, "I thought I could take it, but I can't," and I that's kind of where I'm at right now. Well, Bruce, I'm sorry. This wasn't my idea. All right. Well, uh, I'm going to chalk that one up to to experience. Um, let's move on, okay? Do Do you ever watch that Shark Tank show? Um, I've seen I've seen it here and there. It's it's like you know do, I've seen they episodes. do in, inventions inventions and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know. I got some good inventions that that I, I think could could be really cool. Okay, like what? You know how there's Cold Stone ice cream. Uh huh. Sure. What if there was Hot Stone ice cream? How would that work? Well, I haven't really worked out all the kinks, but it's it's my understanding that the ice cream would have to be beyond super cold in order to not be melted immediately. By the the hot stone, and I'll say now that I'm thinking more about it, it, it might be verging on like somewhat dangerous to be a human dealing with something that cold. And it, mm-hmm. it kind of remind it, it, it kind of reminds me of that movie from like 20 years ago where there's a second ice age, and this pilot gets out of his plane after the big freeze happens, and his whole body just kind of like disintegrates. It's really scary. I think it's called Mr. Brooks. Yeah, Mr. Brooks, that's the Kevin Costner movie about where everybody in town was a serial killer. Yeah, oh, you're right. Yes, yes. Some yeah, that was the that here. was the movie where where Dane Cook played a serious part. Yes. You're right. Yeah. You're right. I even watched it with commentary the other day. Uh-huh. Yeah. You yeah. did. I did. Yeah, they they had a a bear of a time getting him to audition for that role to see if he could really pull it off. Yes. Yeah. 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 Well, you I know, guess they I, were proven right. They were proven right he, when he did such an um, amazing job in it. Right. He did. He did. I have some other inventions too. Um, you know how batteries give power? Uh huh. What if there were batteries that did the opposite, like an energy-draining battery? Well, I don't know. What what would that even be? Well, like if you wanted to prank or get revenge on someone, you hook it up to their car battery or their life support system. Uh, okay. 
Okay. Well, you don't like I don't, that. I don't know what, but who would want that? I don't know. Um, all right. Um, also, a, a plush, very comfortable uh, seat with fun lights, a video and sound system. Uh, you know, really cool thing to sit on. I think it's a cool idea, but nobody wants to make it because I won't budge on the name. And what? What's the name? The electric chair. Why? Um, oh, I can tell you why they why people might not be into it. It's because that's a yeah. pretty. That's a pretty. Um, that's a. That's not exactly the easiest name. For a, okay. for a product. Okay, fair enough. Um, I've got others that, that aren't really fleshed out. They're more ideas. You know how, like, Keith Richards says that he's an antenna for songs? Mm-hmm. Well, it, it is like that, writing songs, but it's also like that for me with inventions and just, just cool stuff that comes to me. Um, sometimes they're just phrases or misheard phrases that could lead to great world-changing um, uh, ideas. And I, I keep them in a in a word doc. Hang, I'll, I'll pull it up real quick. Maybe you can help me flesh yeah. some of them out. All right, I'll give it a shot. All right, here we, here we, here we are. Um, lawn psychiatrist. Lawn psychiatrist. Yeah, I don't know what could be. Uh, maybe your lawn's not growing well, and it's this person. Oh, wait, what do you want to do with these? I want to develop them and actually, you know, implement them in society. Yeah. I, um. Okay. I'll keep going. Um. You know, there's voter fraud. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I I thought the person said it said it as voter frog, and that got me thinking about like maybe a cartoon. Maybe. Or you don't like that? Uh, uh, America's Got Talent. Yeah, no, nah, I'm I'm not sure exactly where to go with some of these. Okay, you know how there's Bandcamp. Yeah. What if there was a platform called Band Rafting Trip? And what would they do on it? I don't know. Um, okay, boiled pizza. You sounded uh, you sounded so weirdly nervous there, Bruce. I am because I, I told you I, I ain't flashed these out. Flash them out. I need help. Uh, a metal goth tribute band called Molly Cure. Hey, what um, what is the band? They're called Motley Cure, so it looks like Motley Crue, but the the U and the and the R are reversed. No, like the okay. the, uh, the R and the U. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Okay. Okay. Um, a horror movie where the victims scare the monsters. I like that. I don't know what it would be, but I like. Okay. I like the Sorry. idea behind it. Okay, you know um, that song "Old MacDonald Had a Farm." Uh huh. What if there was a new version that was Young McDonald had a farm, and it was all things that young people had, like, like uh, on this farm he had a fidget spinner. Do people still do those? I don't think they're doing fidget spinners these days. Ah uh, shit. Okay. Um. Oh, take um, me away. Jeez. Okay. Um. A book called The Juice Box Killer about a toddler with a flagrant. Bloodlust. I just haven't figured out how he gets around. 
Bruce, that, that is not, uh, that, that sounds really unappealing, the juice box killer. And also, if you're going to do young, old McDonald had a farm, I would think you'd probably do it where you were like, you are like about how he would lose the farm or something, you know, cause the guy from the, the company or something, the jobs are gone. Oh, right. Yes. Yeah. I've heard, I've heard that happens. Oh, yeah. yeah, you've um, sung about it. You've heard it happen. You've sung about it plenty of times. Oh, you're right. No, you're right. I have. I have. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, uh, to, uh, a show called To Catch a Bounty Hunter. Uh huh. Okay. Yeah. I uh, don't know what that would be Prince, exactly. Uh, Prince Reindeer of Monaco. Okay. The Christmas movie. Um, the Hound of the Baskin Robbins. Okay, so there would be there's a dog in a Baskin Robbins. Yeah, um, uh, this is a a hard R uh, updating of the classic Barbara Eden sitcom called "I Dream of Genitals." But uh huh, yeah, That's uh, a pass. Um, Sorry, white whitewater rapping, uh, which is basically hip hop concerts in a raft. That's a little, that's a hard one. All right. Uh, Something called Mr. Bone Jangles. Maybe it's like a horror power pop band. A horror power pop band. Okay. Um, I think there's um, something there. I don't know exactly what. Okay. You know how on a boat there's a starboard side? Uh-huh. What if it was a starburst side? And what would that be? It's made of starburst. The candy? Yes. Yeah. All right. All right. What about, um, um, this is just a title. You know, there's that Pink Floyd album, A Saucer Full of Secrets. Yep. Something called A Saucer Full of Secrets. The old cough drops? Yes. So so it'd be a saucer full of old cough drops. Yeah, I don't know about that one. All right. Um, you know, there's those shark vacuums. Mm-hmm. This is a, a snark vacuum. And it's it does what? Makes fun of your house while you clean it while it cleans it. Yeah. All right. I don't know. Okay. All right. Well how about this? I, I have a, a great idea. It is fleshed out to a degree. I'm very excited about it, and it is Glenn Glary, Glenn Ross on Broadway, and it's a musical. A musical version of Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross. Yes, yeah. Um, I play the Alan R. Arkin, uh, his character, George. Okay. Jack White plays Pacino's character, Richard. Okay. Mellencamp uh, is Ed Harris's character, Dave. Okay. Neil Young plays Jack Lemon's character, Shelley. Okay. Kurt Vile plays Kevin Spacey's character. Okay. And Machine Gun Kelly is the uh, in the Alec Baldwin role. Um. Yeah. This. Well. It's, it's definitely. These are bold. These are bold moves. I think it's good. I, I, I'm not sure who would play Glenn Ross. Maybe Glenn Danzig, because then he'd be able to follow along well because his character had the same name as him. Yeah, because I could picture him getting thrown if somebody was like Marty. And he, I think Possible. he'd be standing there. I think you're right. Yes, yes. But he would look good with those steak knives. 
He would look pretty good with those steak knives. Yeah. I've even got the big song, a part of it. Okay. What is it? If there's one thing you gotta be, if you wanna succeed, just keep on trying, even if you're dying, and always, always be closing. Uh, I like that. Thank you, thank you. I'm also working on a, new, a whole new scene about Shelly's secretary, Grace. You know how he's always going, uh, Grace, uh, get me two tickets. Uh, uh, yes, first class for tonight. Mm-hmm. Well, this whole scene is like, is she real? Is she a figment of his imagination? Is this all her dream, maybe? Sure, sure. And where are you at in the process of developing this? Basically just what I told you so far. Okay, so you're a ways off. Yeah, yeah. Fun to talk about. It's fun to talk about. It is. Hey, you some good I'll ideas, talk. Bruce. Thank you. You know in Steve's book where he says that one of the names he wanted for our band was Bruce Springsteen and the Duke Street Kings? Yes. Well, I thought you might be interested in some of the other names we almost called our band. What, what were the other names? All right, well, keep in mind that it would be Bruce Springsteen and these names. Mm-hmm, okay. Uh, let me see if I can remember them. The Switchblades, Ice Cold Hair, Shades of Honesty, the Banana Seat Warriors, the Stink, Hot Pickle Juice. Hold uh, on, Bruce Phillips. Springsteen and the uh, Stink. Yes. Okay. It was Roy's idea. Um, the Skeleton's Teeth. Uh, the Pudding Patrol, Circus of the Streets, The Drinking Straws, Ancient Chinese Secret, uh, This Living Hand, The, the Dinkle Boppers, The Spinach Macrame. Uh, my favorite was Bruce Springsteen's Grease Hat. Okay, Bruce Springsteen's Grease Hat. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a rough one. Yeah, yeah. Hey, you know what? It's also rough. What's that? I don't know if you saw it. Did you watch Pam and Tommy? Not yet. I did. Did you like it? It's flagrantly dirty. I I, I wouldn't watch it if you're not well-versed with the erotic fair. Okay. Yeah, it's pretty... So, so I'd be confused? I Well, I, I think you'd be confused and disturbed. Right now you're just disturbed. <laughs> mm -hmm. I'll oh, tell you. You got me. Thank you. Thank God there's no plans to do a Bruce and Patty bio series because it would basically be hours of me sneaking off to the gym and her chomping my ass when I got back. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, uh -huh. that said, that said I, I, I guess the blackmail stuff could make for some interesting TV. Mm-hmm. Blackmail stuff? Yeah. What do you mean? Are you asking if I'm being blackmailed? I guess. I'm curious to know what you meant by blackmail stuff. Well, I am, and it sucks. It's been going on for years. But I'm blackmailing a few people, too, so it all works out. Well, that's not great. Well, I think you should hear the circumstances first. Okay, like what are the circumstances? Well, basically, I'm being blackmailed by... Uh, Blackmailed by my mailman, Kelly, because he saw me grab my neighbor's kid's super soaker and throw it into a pond. And you're being blackmailed because of that. 
Yes. The kid was constantly soaking my newspapers and my mail, and I just had enough. And the kid left the super soaker in the front yard one day, and when he was at school, I took it and I whipped it into a nearby pond. Hmm. Okay. But my my mailman videoed me doing it, though. Okay, so that's why he's got the goods on you then. Yeah, yes, we both agreed that it was a terrible look for me, uh, so I have to pay him a grand a week just to never uh, release the video. Of you whipping the kid's super soaker into a pond. Yes, yeah. But conversely, yeah. I videoed one of my other neighbors running over another neighbor's motorcycle and driving off. Uh-huh, okay. I, I, I was the only person that saw it. And you got video of it. Yes, and he and I worked out a deal where he pays my monthly gym membership, and the video remains in my safe. Okay. Well, it, it's it's interesting because my whole neighborhood is like that. We're all blackmailing each other. It sounds pretty um, pretty unpleasant. Well, no, it's kind of fun. We had cameras all over the place hoping we can catch each other doing bad things and then get free stuff in return. Like, uh-huh. I, I don't think I've, I've paid for a haircut in 20 years since I videoed my barber doing a number two in the trunk of his landlord's Lambo. God. Oh, Bruce. I know, it's sick, right? That is sick. Yeah, yeah, but I'll tell you, I'm in a real tough situation right now. How, what's up? Well, Petunia, at the gas station where I fill up, uh, uh-huh. saw me saw me drive off without paying. Uh, it was an accident, but I was too embarrassed to tell them, and it's really been eating me. A- and every time I try to make a deal with Petunia to not turn me in and to keep it quiet, she just walks away and sits down on the other side of the gas station. And it's really, I don't know, man. It's, it's uh, I mean, how this is going to turn out? I'm scared. Oh. Can I can I ask you a question, Bruce? Yeah. And I'm gonna be I'm gonna tread lightly here, and I, I just I just don't want to offend you, honestly. Uh, okay. Is is Petunia human? Maybe. Okay. Is Petunia a dog? Now that I think about it, probably. Okay. Oh, no. Yeah, I see it now. I see it now. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Well, man, this was quite a journey tonight. Oh, my God. Um, Look, I, I, I should probably get rolling, but, Tom, before I do... Yeah, I, uh, I got something to say to you. What's that, Bruce? Happy birthday to you, oh. Oh, Bruce. Oh no! What? Oh no! What is it? Oh no! Well. I guess what they say about the best show being the preferred podcast of America's angriest gas station dogs is true. It's, Why? It's Petunia. It's Petunia. She, she must have been listening to the show on the realistic at the 
at the Pump and Primp. Did I mention uh-huh. that it's a gas station, but also a glamour shot studio? So what's going on? Well, I guess she and her husband, Max, were listening, and they're going to get me. They're circling the house very menacingly. No. Well, be, no. be careful, Bruce. I will. Thomas is terrible, but at least it, it gives me the opportunity to say a variation of my favorite line ever in film. What's that? Petunia, you're a rabbit. Okay. Well, thank you, Bruce. Oh, we lost him. How about that? Mike from Baybridge, I guess it was still calling him. It's Bruce Springsteen. Um, Pat? Yes. Any calls? Yeah, we got four left. Okay, give me, give me one of them, please. We might have to go fast with this. I think we might have a special guest popping up on the hotline in a second. Um, yeah, hold on one second. Let me just do one thing. Okay. Let's do it. We got a call? Yep. Hello, Best Show. Hello, Tom. Oh, my goodness. Look at this. They live and breathe. It's uh, Jason. It is. Jason of Jersey Jason? Well, Jason's been been a lot of Jasons over the last couple of years, but uh, I'm once again coming to you from Huntsville, Alabama. Okay. Jason from Huntsville, Alabama, home of the great football team, the, the Alabama ding, uh, dog, dog, Daw, ding, 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 dogs. The uh, the Crimson Tide. The Crimson Tide. Or as you dub them, the Blood Elephants. The Blood Elephants. That's right. I thought it was Ding Dogs for some reason, but I guess I'm wrong. That's Tennessee. That is the Tennessee Ding Dogs. Yeah. How uh, how are you? How are you? I'm doing all right. Happy birthday. Oh, thank you so much. Um, what do we got? What do we got? Uh, oh, can you, can, sir, sir, can I ask you a favor? Of course. Can you call back? I want to, I, I want to talk to yeah. you, but I got a guest on that I have a limited no, no amount of time. No problem at all, for. of course. And if I don't call catch back, you, I'll you know, you, you, you tell dude, is it what you do? You talk to one of the, talk to one of the guys, you, you, they'll, they'll hook you up. They'll figure you out. Okay. Okay. All right, Tom. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you. Can, can I do right, uh, the hotline now, please? Hello. Hi. Hotline. Hi, Tom. It's Lance. Oh, my goodness. This is on the hotline. We have Lance Bangs, the director and film, film guy, filmer, filmer, what are you, cameraman. And director, and and you do everything. Sure. 
But you know what you did do that I just saw in a theater a couple days ago was Jackass Forever. Yeah, that's right. Oh, my God. Now, you... Sorry? What was your experience like seeing it? I went to a... a, On Friday night, went to a theater, me and my pals, and there was a lot of people in the theater, and people were going nuts. (laughs) People were having... So it was the first time... Look, I've seen some movies lately where people are having fun. I, I, at the New Beverly, I saw the, the Prince movie and everybody, uh, the sign of the times, everybody's clapping along after the songs. Everybody's laughing at the, um, doing the, the, when I saw the Led Zeppelin movie, having fun, but nothing rivals a jackass movie in a theater. Right on. I'm so glad you brought it People were losing their marbles. <laughs> no, and you're in it, and it was so exciting. It's like you're you've been in all all the movies. I try been there. Hard not to be. They keep getting. You try not to be. Oh yeah, yeah. But you're. Yeah. But, it's, it's, but did, now, now, how does it work? I know you don't want to go too far behind the. the you pull the curtain away too much. Like when when did Jackass Four start? It was in 2019. Like pretty regularly over the years, uh, some of the cast will email Knoxville and be like, "Hey, what, it feels like it'd be a good time to make another movie here. We should get the band back together and make a movie." Mm-hmm. And you know, usually it's not the right time for everybody. And then somehow in 2019, Knoxville had been pretty steadily like emailing ideas to himself since we did the 3D movie, which is probably back in like 2010, 2011. Mm-hmm. Um, of just, you know, things will cross his mind or ideas he'll have, or if he watches a cartoon or a Buster Keaton film and is like, oh, what if we did this with so-and-so? Um, sure. And it started to feel momentum-wise like he was ready and, and wanted to maybe get the guys back together and, and see what it felt like. Um, Jeff Tremaine is the, the director, and Spike Jones is the, you know, kind of third part of it, the producer who directs the opening sequences. And Spike was a little bit unsure. Like, Spike felt like, I don't know, is it going to feel sweaty or desperate? Like, we got away with three movies where everyone did well and we feel good about them and feel like we didn't make a mm-hmm. bad one. Is it weird to go back 10 years later and everyone's, like, now 45 years old? And is it not funny to watch somebody hurt their knee when they're 45 compared to when they were 27? Yeah. So, sure. No, that's a, that's a legitimate concern. Yeah. Because you also want yeah. it to be able to have the fun of a jackass movie, not to where you're just kind of like, oh, I feel bad for these exactly. guys now, and it's just not funny anymore. Yeah. So Spike wanted to make sure it didn't feel desperate or sweaty, so he, he was really adamant about, like, let's just do two test days where we, you know, bring the cast back and get together and just go to a backyard somewhere and have some ideas of things that we can shoot, and then we should also try and bring in some of the kind of younger people that we met in other shows that we made since then. Like, you know, we made a series called Loader Squad uh, with Jasper Dolphin and Tyler the Crater and some people and um, other things we've done with kind of people that are, you know, not the same age as us, but, but younger rather. And seeing if it felt right to weed some of them in or if that felt awkward and, again, forced and, and not genuine. Um, but the chemistry worked out great. Like, we just found people that were a good fit. And right away, the things that we shot during the test, like there's this kind of human ramp idea where some guys lay down on grass and put like a plywood plank on top of themselves and then people ride bikes or motorcycles or skateboards over them. And 
you know, just like instant, simple, dumb magic stuff happened. And we felt like, okay, this, there is some chemistry here. This could work. We could uh, take all these ideas that Knoxville's put together and start shooting a proper movie. So the, the human was, ramp it, was one of the first, that was on one of those first, like first test day. days. Yeah, we just like, yeah, exactly. And that's, that's in the movie pretty early on in the film. It kicks the movie off more or less. Is the yeah, human pretty ramp. much. Yeah. Yeah, I would say and, so. You know, it, you know, we're kind of talking to people about like, you know, why are you back here? Why, why are you doing this again? You yeah. know, and it just feels great. The energy is good. And, uh, you know, so we were ready to start making the movie and thought we'd shoot it in March, April, May and have it in theaters in October of, 2020 and we got maybe like a week and a half or two weeks into filming when COVID hit and just got completely derailed and things, you know, we kept Paramount kept acting like we would be the first movie to come back as sort of guinea pig test case. Like, you know, the, the stakes are much lower if, if we man gets ill than if Nicole Kidman does uh, from their giant, from their point of view, not from my point of view. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so it seemed like we were going to be able to maybe start and that they would learn from us about COVID protocols and can you just film some people in a backyard, not on the soundstage, not indoors, not inside a vehicle and have them wear masks until the last possible second and then take them off and test them every day and put them in different groups of like, you know, who is allowed to be near who and all that. And, um, Mm -hmm. but it took like maybe seven months or so. It wasn't until like mid September that we actually were able to, uh, start filming again. And of 2020, yeah, of 2020. And then the footage just being kept being great. Like we're getting good footage and, and energy was high and morale was high and people are coming up with more and more ideas. And, and so in a normal film, we'd want to kind of balance it where we had some pranks, some things that were gross, some things that were stunts that were amazing, some things that were just like personality or camaraderie, some things that were just like weird abstract visuals, like the, the kind of thing where Dave England like hits the little door stopper thing and it vibrates. Like that's one of the most, satisfying things from the TV series to me that, you know, and so things like that where oh, like yeah. a giant fist just takes out someone skateboarding that takes like four seconds to watch and doesn't have like a big long setup and arc to it are just kind of mm-hmm. good palette cleanser. They're like visual abstract filmmaking, direct cinema kind of moments that, that I like having being woman in there. And it was tough on this one because we couldn't really go mingle with the public. Like you don't want to rattle someone who's already got a pandemic on their mind. Like, you know, it, sure. <laughs> there's no, there's no joy in, in that. And the responsibility and liability of being around other people just made it not work trying to pull that off under most circumstances. We had so it kind of tilted away from the, like that. Cause it, that really is the movies are look, there's never been a franchise of movies that is four for four. The way this franchise of movies is four for four. The first look, they're all great. The first movie I truly feel might as well be uh, that's one of the top 100 movies that has ever been made in all of cinema history and i'm not even joking a little bit and i'm only picking that one first because it's the first i'm only picking that one over the other three because it's the first one and it's where it was where the the films began so but each of these films has a is a deceptively tricky balance to them where you get a little bit of this type of, of thing, a little bit of that type. There's a little bit of gross out. There's a very small grounded things. There's a massive things with massive scope to them. And it's just like, that's the, the beauty of it is that is when you all get that balance, right? Yeah. 
Yeah. And that's a process like through the edit, like we know that we need that kind of balance. And so while we're shooting, we'll sort of like try and make time to like, if we're going to do three gross things in a row, let's also find something lighter that we can have to kind of like parse it out. Um, but getting deep into the edit process where historically in the first three movies, we'd all be, you know, kind of dropping by an edit room that was a hangout and trying different things and moving, uh, post-it notes and, and, three by five cards around on a wall of different color codings about what's gross and what's funny and what has good costumes and, you know, what's music driven mm. and whatever. Um, we weren't able to really physically do that on this film because of like COVID regulations during the edit. So it was more like watching links on a computer, but also being aware of like where to balance things out and what the flow might be. And it, they've gotten really smart at that. Like Spike and, and Jeff Tremaine and Knoxville are pretty good about like, you know, finding like a, a satisfying pace and rhythm and, and the whole thing just moves so quickly. Like, I think when you're watching it, you don't, you don't have a sense of like, Oh, I'm like two thirds of the way through, or this must be, you know, 80 minute mark or whatever. It just, just keeps rattling at you in this kind of shocking way. And then it, you know, has this big finale and then the movie's done and you don't know whether you've been watching it for two hours or 40 minutes or, or what. Yeah, no, it really, it's, it's, a, it's like a magic trick and, it's so exciting to to have seen another one, and the new the new uh, cast members, the kids, fit into the thing pretty seamlessly, and they're fun. Yeah. And it's just at the point where they're laying back and being deferential to a certain degree, but it feels like if and when there's more of it, they can they can take a step up the ladder now, yeah, and kind of own a little bit more of it now. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's and, like a good moment. Yeah. Now, there's nothing funnier to me than the simplest one. The simple, the simple ones just kill me to no degree. When it's the idea of just putting a volleyball on a fast pitch thing and just hitting Steve-O in the head with it coming out of yeah. out of the bathroom. Yeah. Where it's just like, it's the simplest thing you've ever seen. And it's so, it's just, there's like a beauty to so many moments in this movie that yeah. Tom, I, gotta I that, that was like one of the most satisfying moments. So basically Knoxville tends to get fixated. He'll come up with an idea. He'll want to see it work in real life. He never cheats anything. He never like, well, we kind of got it and we'll make it look like it hit and add sound effects. Like he only will let footage go in if it genuinely like happened and the person didn't know and wasn't in on the joke. And, you know, so he had the idea of that contraption, but it's hard to control. It's basically like, like you said, like the kind of thing that you would like put a soccer ball or a volleyball into. And we cranked it up and took off the governor to make it go as fast as it can to like whip, you know, we tried all kinds of balls. We tried basketballs and soccer balls and volleyballs to see what can we make go as fast and hard, but not be lethal and what distance can we like accurately try and hit someone in the head with it as they're coming out of a bathroom or unaware. And we would have different things to kind of hide or camouflage it. And he really like that's every, every day that we shot at lunch, I'd have to go spend time just hanging out with him trying to catch people or hit them in the head. And if we, if we were wrong or the ball failed too high or curved to the left and we missed somebody, we had to swear them to secrecy, not to tell the other cast members that this thing existed or that that's what we're doing. So, you know, probably like 40 hours of my life was just, sitting next to Knoxville talking and hanging out. And then we wait for someone to go into the bathroom and then like turn the machine on and try and get them. And like, it wouldn't quite hit them right. Or it wouldn't hit them with like as much impact as he knew that he wanted it to have. And we'd 
cry again and finally caught Steve-O. So the moment that hits him, I think you hear me like, yeah, you know, just like, so happy <laughs> from behind the camera and running down and not so thrilled. And it is this like weird emotional payoff of something that you, like a dumb idea that you saw through with complete diligence until you got it right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's, it, there's something so, there's something just you can tell that you're you're not getting it. Nothing in it is like a is like a misstep in it. It's like if it makes yeah. the movie, it's gonna just be it be explosive. And it's that that's yeah. the beauty of the movie is that it's just boom, boom, boom. It just never lets up, even though there's different sizes, like I was saying, and different levels of disgusting. And now when when you're um when when you're working on these things, are you just always because the the other funny thing I think are the ones the 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 behind the scenes pranks and the things sure. that like when people are gathered around for when you when you're getting hit in the face with the volleyball what yeah. what what does everybody think they're there for that day? Well, that was like shot again because we tried all through the production to catch people. You know, basically like whenever we would break for lunch, instead of going and eating, Knoxville and I would just go hide in the back of some cargo van or truck or with a fake uh, thing that looked like a bunch of props that we secretly had that machine inside and just mm-hmm. sort of like spend that whole half hour, 45 minutes or whatever that is, or an hour not doing other things, but just trying to catch people and, and nail them. So we finally got Steve-O near the very end of the production when we were shooting stuff for the opening sequence. It was the day that he's sort of inside a porta potty that gets hit by uh, sort of a giant kaiju monster's tail and goes flying and crashes into a truck. So his mind is in that, like he's trying to make sure he doesn't break his neck and that he gets yeah. good footage and all that and is unaware when he finally goes to like use a restroom that we're going to secretly like pull up a, a door <laughs> of a truck and, and nail him. Mm-hmm. Now, is it is it funny to you to see the way basically Jackass has changed by 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 degrees, but it's still it's it's still Jackass, but the yeah. the the public's and the media's perception of jackass could not be more different now where yeah it it's it's, it's so it's bizarre to me to see this as like this welcoming of these old <laughs> friends who they everybody's talking about the bonding of like the camaraderie and, and the, yeah and just the the friendship that's going on and just like it's such a strange thing to see that change while the product itself really has not changed that much. Yeah, it's definitely been reevaluated or appreciated differently by writers and critics and the culture at large than when we were first trying to get away with it. Yeah, because it seemed at first like a like it was being treated like a menace. Like this is yeah. like this is a this is a blight on the culture and now it's considered something that it's just it's great cuz you see you see guys being comfortable with other guys in, in just, in just, you know, states of undress and touching each other without it being a thing. Like all of that. Like it's just like, yeah. like that side of it, which I've always thought was just one of the, the best parts of Jackass was that it, there were like none of those hangups that are in so much of the culture, especially, uh, uh aggro things with guys to see that there was this cluster of dudes who just weren't, they were, they weren't, they didn't have the same hangups that a lot of other people had. Yeah. 
about uh, like another guy's uh touching another guy, for example. And yeah. So they it's always been there, but now it's finally getting appreciated. Yeah, it is funny to have people kind of catch up to that or, or realize like, oh, we had a different energy about that from the beginning. And uh yeah, now people are more comfortable watching it, I guess. Yeah. Well, it's really amazing. I know you have to go. So I just wanted to, I wanted to get you on real fast to just say, I tip my hat to you one more time, Lance. It was just watching you barf again and gag. (laughs) It feels like going home again. And it's, it was amazing to see. And congratulations to you and everybody that makes the, that pulls the jackass movies together. It's just, it's a, thing of beauty and i appreciated it so much right on well tom with your endorsement i hope that the best show listeners give it a chance and go see it projected it really is something to see in a theater with other people it's not available for streaming for a while we deliberately wanted to be like something that you go see in a theater no Um, this is a movie experience and look if things are getting easing up with pandemic stuff and you can still wear a mask in a theater and be safe about it it's worth seeing it in a theater it really, it's, I just had the best time. So right Lance, on. thanks for, thanks for calling in and I'll, I'll talk to you very soon. Sounds good. I'll talk to you for your birthday tomorrow. Oh, well, you're very sweet. Thank you, buddy. Okay. Have right, fun. Take care. Okay. Bye. Right, bye. That was exciting. Right. You like that dude? You didn't see jackass yet, right? I guess not. I guess he didn't. Pat, Jackass, will you see it? Going this weekend. Going this weekend. Great. I love that. That's the spirit. Mike, Jackass. Yeah, I'll have to travel a little further. Um, my local theater was a COVID casualty. So okay. I'll, I'll make the effort. That. Sorry to hear that. Um, yeah, no, it was a brand new a breakout and they shut it down. Yeah, it was, it was uh, one of these extreme theaters, I think, with mm-hmm. the X. And it was really nice theater. It, it had just mm-hmm. opened up. It wasn't even open like more than two years. And what? There was a breakout and they shut it down? No, I mean, they, they, they shut down for... Oh, for a COVID the, casualty. I get what you're saying. It went under. Yeah, okay, yeah, gotcha. went under, I, yeah. I wasn't sure what... I thought you meant literally a COVID. Oh, no, no, like, no, no. Okay. No, it was just the business went down. Oh, that's awful. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Mike, it could be an opportunity for you, though. AP Mike Cinemas. (laughs) You slide in. Yeah. You say, I'll give you 15 cents on the dollar for this place. Yeah, I'm sure that'll go well. The AP Mike Cinema. Uh Welcome to AP Mike. Like, you'll do the voice thing. It's like, Theater One, we have playing. We have uh, Antichrist. In theater one, theater two, Antichrist part two. Quad sound. Quad quad sound. Quad sound in every every theater. Theater three, Dancer in the Dark. Theater four, The Iceman Cometh. (laughs) (laughs) With showings at one, six, Six. and (laughs) eleven. Theater two, The Iceman Cometh. With showings at 11 a.m., 4 p.m., and midnight. (laughs) <laughs> it just it's all your movies it's just theater five strozik 
<laughs> this is a special I'll, event. No passes can be used for Strozik. I'll have chickens in the lobby. No, chicken, you know. <laughs> no chickens allowed at Strozik <laughs> for AP Mike's <laughs> multiplex. Uh-huh. Well, yeah, it's worth seeing in the theater. I had so much fun with it, and it's just like everybody in the theater was just losing their marbles with the jackass movie and the new there's all the there's these like they added a few new kids to just kind of make it so there so it's a little uh yeah it's just a little like they could they could beat the kids up a little bit more than they can beat up like preston lacy at this point but it's a good thing it's a good thing jackass doesn't have to just be those those guys expand it Maybe we'll do that. What if we do that? Right? No, I'm kidding. Can you imagine? <laughs> I watch the movie and I'm just like watching, watching Johnny Knoxville get shot, shot out of a cannon. And then I'm like, I fell off the curb of a, of a coffee bean and I'm questioning whether I'm going to make it. Whether I, whether I should give up on life or not. Like, I'm like, I don't know. This might be it. This might be, I had a good run. Um, no, it's, it's, um, it's a lot of fun. Pat, give me another call, please. You want another hotline or another? No, not, not, not the hotline. We'll do a regular. Give me who's been on hold the longest, please. Well, why don't we go to continuation from the last call? What's that mean? Jason. Oh, yes, please, please. Is he on the line? He is now. Hello, Tom. Oh, let's talk to him. Oh, look at this. Jason from Huntsville, Alabama, the the home of of the ding, the ding dog, no, of the Crimson Tide, and that's the yes. football team, and they won it all this year, and it was a triumphant moment when um, they brought home the chip, and Coach Saban poured a 20 ounce bottle of Diet Coke on his head and then uh, just went to go see one of the Medea movies was playing and he well, went in, to go see that. In, in some universe, perhaps. What do you mean by that? In some universe, perhaps that happened. What, they didn't win at all? Uh, not, not this year, no. But they went to the finals, right? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, that's winning. That's win. That's a you know what? That's winning. You're in the final uh, game. You won. Well, they went to they 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 got to some point. I I lost track of it to be honest with you. I just know they didn't. They didn't. Uh, You're so bored by how much they win, <laughs> you don't even know what to do anymore. I remember when one of these these writers for modern family won another Emmy, like with their 8,000th Emmy. And they were on stage talking about how, yeah, there was the other day, there was one of the, they were rolling a rocket ship down the street, drive, taking it from NASA to the, like give the award to somebody else. Who's going to go up there and, and be excited about it. Too yeah. much winning. And you got too much weight. You yeah, know what? I, I wish you. on you. I and I you. say this, with peace and love, peace and love, I say this to you. <laughs> it's the Alabama Golden Tide, Crimson Tide. 
You should lose for 10 years straight. It's 10 years oh, of boy. nothing but defeat. Cause then you'll feel it again. You don't what? feel it. You're, you, now you're just like, ah, oh, they want, they're in the final game. What time is it? Oh yeah. Okay. Well, they had 13 years back before Saban. So yeah. And yeah. how long ago was that? Um, the, 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 the rock around the clock was while. top in the charts back when they, they were, <laughs> no. How long has it been since they've been, since they were just bad? You know, I'm I'm not good with dates, uh, but it was like they had some they had a bad string of coaches there for a while. And, yeah. When? Wait, when Charles Lindbergh was landing? <laughs> it was when I was when I was alive. I mean, it's been you know when I, I was an adult. When you were when I was alive. So, <laughs> what were you eight? No, I was an adult. I was I was a I was a grown man with a beard when this was happening. But they've been good for what? Fifteen years now. Oh, oh, well now, yeah. Would you say fifteen years? Probably. Again, I'm terrible. I'm not a very good football fan. I'm just saying it guesstimated. Yes, I would safely. Yeah. Look, we're not cutting lumber here. We're not cutting lumber. We're just guessing. I'm not asking. We're not building your. We're not building a deck right now. And I'm asking for specific measurements on that. Just asking you to guesstimate it. It's been a hot decade, easily. Okay. Yeah. It's time. Then you know what? It's time. God, God bless you. Peace and love. Nothing. Peace. I wish a pox <laughs> on the Alabama football program that they lose. That they go. I hope they go zero and eighty now. Wow. And then, but then this is what you didn't let me finish. Then I wish. Suddenly, who's that walking through that door? Oh my goodness! It's Tyler Saban, Nick Saban's son. It's Tyler Saban. And he's holding his phone up, filming himself walking through the door. Right? Mm-hmm. He's got a selfie stick. And he's walking through the door and he goes, uh, he goes, this is everything. And he goes, because football. And then they return to the glory. And they get back to that championship game. And old Nick Saban now, and now he's an old man, right? He's an old man. He does, he's a, he's eating, he's eating, uh, whipped carrots now, right? <laughs> he can't even handle Diet Coke anymore. <laughs> He can't even, he's got whipped carrots. And he's down there on the sideline. He goes, bring home another championship for your old pup, Tyler. And then they win again, 81 to three. And then Nick, you know, Nick Saban says to his son, you let them get that three points. And then Tyler Saban is just tortured now because his dad pointed out the three points that he let slip by, not the 80 that he put up on the board. That's what I wish for you and yours. Well, I'll I'll take it. It's a good story. Yeah. It's a good story. 
So what's going on, Jason? Well, I have, some, I have some I have some things for the topic. Okay, which is the, the first time you realized you were getting older. Yeah. And these are, just, these are just ones that came to mind. So the first one makes me sound like I'm in a sitcom. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was the first time I tried to use uh, Snapchat. Okay. How'd that go? That was the first. I didn't. Well, that was the first sort of social media thing that came along that I just was like, I don't understand. that My, my brain is not wired. For this user interface. Okay, so you gave Snapchat was where was. you said that's why I, I can't do uh, this. The line must be drawn here. Yeah. So that so you never made the jump into Snapchat. No. What about TikTok? I don't understand TikTok either. Look, I watch these TikTok videos. I get that people send me TikTok videos. I can't join TikTok though. The, the ship sailed. For me to be a, a member of the TikTok community, I'll watch a funny video. I think I think every I think kids are really funny with that stuff, and they got a a, a surreal sense uh, of of humor going on. These kids, these kids are uh, there's funny stuff on there. So mm-hmm. I tip my hat to the to the the funny TikTok kids. Um, what else? So that's when you realize that that TikTok that was that was the happen. first one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, so the second one is uh, when I started seeing promos for Saturday Night Live and I had no idea who either the host or the musical guest were. Like, I, I you didn't know who, who they were. Do you remember who I they were? I didn't recognize them. Yeah, I didn't recognize them. Yeah, the days, the days when it would be uh, artists that the kids loved, like Strother Martin or... <laughs> Tennessee Williams, <laughs> those those hosts, that ship has sailed. Well, I would usually always know, usually know both or know at least one of them. Like you know, recognize at least one of the people who mm. has received enough notoriety to, to host Saturday Night Live, and then will be the musical guest. And and I got to a certain point where I was routinely not knowing who either were. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, how about now? Do you know who they are now? Um, Do you know who Sarah Squirm? Do you know who Sarah Squirm is? I've heard of Sarah. Sarah, yeah, she's very funny. Mm Mm-hmm. Very funny. My guy, gotta get her on best show. Studio, you know Sarah Squirm? I do not know her personally. Hmm. Okay. But I could probably, we could probably make that happen. Hmm. I'll, I'll make it happen. Okay. I'll make it happen. Will you Very award your, award yourself the points? No, I get no points. I don't need points. I'm here. I'm here for Just the. Checking. I'm here for the glory. I'm here for the big picture. And let me ask you this, Jason. We got the both Jasons mm-hmm. on now. Yeah, but I'm going to ask the, the the. We got two Southern Jasons on right now. Figure uh, these guys could talk. These guys could talk hush puppies and uh, sweet tea, but we're not going to do that. We're not going to talk about hush started. puppies. Not going to talk about Zaxby's. Ooh, oh, I haven't mm. been to back to Zaxby's yet. I got, I got to make, got to make the trip. No, no, we're going to talk. We're not. We're going to talk about. What was I going to talk about? Hold on. I'm leaking brain. I'm leaking. Hem- I'm hemorrhaging. My my brain ain't working right now. 
Hold on. Ay, ay, ay. Where was it? I had it in my notes. There was a point I wanted to bring up. So that we, oh, yeah, hold on. Oh my God. What happened to my head? It's happening in real time. I'm falling apart in front of everybody. Happy birthday. This is the topic. Yeah, it is the topic. Yeah. I don't know. Now I'm disappointed in my brain. My old brain. My brain don't work so much. My brain don't work Uh, so much, Jason, from Huntsville. I'm in the same, I'm in the same boat. No, but mine really don't work so much. <laughs> you know what the problem is? I looked at the screen. I looked at the. I looked at the, the stupid screen for a second. You got mesmerized. I got distracted. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Man, well, I, don't I have. Remember I remember this la- point. One last one, if you if you want to yeah, give please, you while you're trying to remember. I would. I would love uh, it. Yes. So the last one and the most visceral one is I was not a, a fit young man by any any means uh but i could run and jump and when i hit the ground like i could jump off a loading dock for example and when my feet hit the ground uh they they you know came back up from the earth and the the energy like went through my body and it was fine like it was just like you know like i was a gazelle or something but there was a certain point where i was at work and i just Playfully jumped off a low loading dock, and when my feet hit the died. ground, I did. I'm coming to you right from the from the yeah. Literally, um, those things yeah. happen now, and I'm just like, I think I'm going to die. I think this is literally yeah. me courting death. <laughs> if I well, do, feet, if I like jump over things now right. and do things. Oh my god! Yeah. I'm like yeah, watching this well, jackass not- movie, and then meanwhile, I'm just like, oh boy, I, the theater door hit me pretty hard when I was pushing yeah. it open to leave. I I might have to, I might have to find. Is there some sort of uh, emergency clinic around here I could get checked out? <laughs> meanwhile, I'm watching these guys that launched out of cannons. <laughs> I I'm just like, boy, that door the, pushed me back pretty charger. hard. I reached a little hard for the iPhone charger. Think need to get my shoulder. I blew. Yeah, I blew out my knee char- uh, plugging yeah. in my phone. Well, if things are just yeah. barely out of reach, that's like yeah. a danger zone at this point. Well, you life. want to know what you have to do then? When stuff's out of reach like that, you need know, to say to yourself, "That's when I don't hold back. That's when I reach forward for it." I. It's when you you don't let you don't let yourself get creaky. Don't <laughs> let yourself get creaky. Right? Are you going to let yourself get creaky? I'm I'm not going to let myself get creaky. I, yeah. I resolve from this day forward to resist uh, creakiness. Good, I like that. I like that's the that's the spirit. Yeah. Let me ask you this: You've been listening to the show a long time, Jason. Yes. You heard what you heard what I said about last year's uh, best show, the report card mm-hmm. grade I gave myself, F, an F minus. I gave myself an F minus. But you hear what I'm setting for this year, right? You heard it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It was Fonzie time. A. I'm trying to A. So just listen to me. Mm-hmm. You hear a, you hear a, you hear a old, old, old goat, right? I ain't no old goat. But I'm kind of, I got a couple miles on, a couple miles on the old uh, hot rod. Mm-hmm. 
I'm gearing up for the fight. I'm gearing up for the fight. And do you think, do you think I have it in me for one more good, one more good era of the best show? All I want is one final era of the best show where people go, that rat bastard, he did it again. He showed he could do it again and he did it. And now he's gone. Now he's in a box. He's not dead, but he's in a box. <laughs> no, but it's just like he's gone. We threw the dirt on him. But that red bastard did it. Do you think I have that in me? I have. I don't even have a molecule of doubt that you have it in you. Oh, I like that. That's what I need. That's what I need. Now, let me ask you one other question. And this, this I just need a straight answer on. Yes, sir. Will any of these people around me betray me? Uh, uh, it's always a possibility. It's always a possibility. Now I'm checking. I'm, I'm checking Twitter right now. The thing that served me so wrong five minutes ago has now <laughs> served me oh so right. A tweet aimed at you. The Crimson Tide have had five losing seasons since Tom has been alive. <laughs> what are you moaning about? <laughs> what are you moaning of? They didn't win a championship. It doesn't even move the needle anymore with, with you fans. It doesn't even move the needle. You're just used to winning. You're used to winning. I don't know what to say to that. You're, you're absolutely right. You guys used to winning. I ain't. But you know when I'm going to be used to winning? When I win. When I bleep and win and I look and I get it up there. When I go to accept an award, God knows what award I'm going to be accepting. Let's just say <laughs> for the sake of the story, there's an award I'm winning. Mm-hmm. I'm up on stage. Here's the award. You win it. And I just look at the audience and I go, none of you believe me. None of you. None. I dedicate this award to one person and one person only. Me. I won this award. You people don't believe me. Why don't you love me? And then I just start crying, bawling my eyes out. Then I take the award and I throw it as hard as I can, straight up in the air. And then I go, that award's flying in the air because, oh, look out, look out, look out. And then I I stop talking tough because I'm worried I'm going to get hit in the head with the award. That's how it's going to go down, Jason. You're going to do it, you out bastard. Thank you. I appreciate it. So are you. So are you, my friend. Absolutely. Okay. Well, you have a grand evening, and thank you, you for have calling a wonderful twice. Night, Tom. Yeah, good, good talk you. with you again. Yeah, same here. Right. I appreciate it. Bye. Okay, bye. Bye. All right. Uh, yeah, 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 give me the hotline, please. I'm being told, I'm being told on this night, this cavalcade of stars is not over yet, is what I'm being told. 
I'm being told one of the leading voices of comedy is on the line. One of the, 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 those that shape the biz is on the line. To whom am I speaking? This is Claire O'Kane. It's Claire O'Kane. Oh my goodness. Dude, that's I don't how even I know would what talk to, to a, that's how I would talk to a robot who, where I'm trying to like pay my bank bill and I say, what's your name? And they go, Tom Sharp playing. Here, you say to me that what you'd say to the robot. Hello. How can I help you? Deposit. What is your name? Claire O'Kane. Claire O'Kane is not in our system. What? <laughs> Boy, that's a dramatic, that's a dramatic scene right there. Was, I guess it's now it's just a foot race to see when, when this gets optioned and who plays us in it. <laughs> I mean, it, it would be perfect for rest in peace. Quibi, quick bite. Yes. Quibi's coming back. Quibi's coming back. Welcome back. I'll say this about Quibi. Did I think it was stupid? Yeah, of course I did. Would I have worked for Quibi? Absolutely. Are you kidding? They weren't asking. They didn't ask me. Every one of these people, Quibi's so stupid. Yeah. And all of us are right there. I would have worked with them in a second. I would have been one of those people who's just like, no, look, I know Quibi sounds ridiculous, but I've got a show on you. Check it out. Like it's really a pretty good intu it's a pretty intuitive platform. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now Claire O'Kane, you're a you're a yeah. comedian, you're a top comedian, you're you're originally from California. But Shanghai. now mm-hmm. but now you're like Ace Freely said, you're back in the New York groove and you're doing it and you're walking up the street with a paint can like you're in Saturday night fever. And mm-hmm. you got the strut walking through. You got a piece of pizza and you take a bite of it and you throw in the garbage can after two bites. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and you're just strutting around New York as a funny person. From what I'm hearing, you got a show coming up. No way. Who are your sources? My sources, my, my, my sauces, my sauces are, uh, are, uh, you know what I hear uh, you pesto. I like a nice pesto and, uh, it's also like I go to an Italian restaurant. I say, can you do something and mix some, some of the the, the tomato sauce with some mayonnaise? What would that be like? Oh my God. And then they go, and I go, I'm only joking. And then they go, thank goodness. And then when they come over the table, I reach into my bag and pull out a jar of mayonnaise. <laughs> and I go, looks like I got a sweet it <laughs> food hack. <laughs> Hashtag food hack. The Hellman's food hack. The Hellman's food hack. McDonald's has this thing going now where they're like, where they're like, we got food hacks on our menu. Order it from the food hack and you build it yourself 
It's like, and then you like look at, have you seen this, Claro Kane? No, no, I haven't seen this. I'm going to read this to you. And look, I know you want to get to your plugs, well, your precious, your precious plugs. But you have to entertain me for a moment with this. You have to indulge me. Mm-hmm. Food hack McDonald's. Here are the foods that they're saying the menu hacks. Get a load of this. <laughs> if say you wanted, look at the, there's a thing they have that you can go and say, I want a hash brown McMuffin. Wait, what on earth could that be? Oh, it's a egg McMuffin. You just slap a hash brown in between the a, a thing. Yeah. You know what I call that? Every meal I've, every English, every egg McMuffin I've ever had. <laughs> Who isn't jamming the hash brown in there? I don't understand how these are hacks as much as they are just other uh, menu options. Yeah. I mean, what they should be calling this is, here's a way to be more of a slob. Yeah. That's what they should be calling these uh, these food items. Now, say I said to you, com. I said, <laughs> I said to you, what do you think a surf and turf is at McDonald's? What do you think their recommendation for how you make a surf and turf? I'm thinking a filet, there's a filet of fish and then maybe a beef patty. Well, basically, this is, is what you right? do. You order a double cheeseburger, and then and then they drop a filet of fish patty in there, and you you just drop that in the middle of it. Mm. Surf I mean, turf. <laughs> now say I said to you, okay. land, air, and sea. Mm-hmm. What do you think that would be? Well, this one I know, but initially yeah. I, I I would have thought, you know, uh, something like um, some like a frosty shake, as like a cloud. And then, uh, you know, the sea is the fish, of course, and then the land is uh, either a chicken or beef. Why? Wait, what is the, what is the, say that again? You you put a shake <laughs> in there? <laughs> I, so, like, the air, where, what would else would be air besides, I don't know. Well, here's the problem I have with their cold? version. Because, look, of course they mean land is going to be, a cow, something that's like the beef patty. Yeah. The sea is obviously their fish fillet. The air is chicken. Chickens don't fly. Mm. Yeah, they get about what they get about three inches of air when a chicken flies. I mean, they some pelican meat on this thing. More air right? than a fish. They should just know. be like, we got some pelican meat. Finally. I feel like it'd be easy to wrangle a pelican too. Yeah, probably than getting a chicken. Hey, watch, I saw I saw uh, Rocky chase a chicken around when he was training. <laughs> it was not easy. He did not catch that chicken in Rocky Four. Um, land, air, and sea. It's a Big Mac, a McChicken, and a fillet of fish, and then you make it yourself. And this is the oh. crazy thing about this. Usually, the photos they have of the food. You, it's like they have those things where it's like, oh, here's the here's the photo 
that the that the the fast food place is providing. Here's what the food actually looks like, and it's usually a dramatically different experience where there's some like mighty burger on the photo, and then you get the thing that's some lowly wet drippy thing. The photos are gross on this thing. On the McDonald's website, it's tipping over. It looks sloppy and looks like too much special sauce poking out. It looks gross on the website. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Land errancy. And then the final item, crunchy double. What's that? Oh, it's it's if you stick six, get a six piece chicken McNuggets and jam it into a double cheeseburger and then dump some barbecue sauce on it. And they couldn't the the McDonald's <laughs> website it says, order it by name, get the six piece chicken McNuggets with the double cheeseburger plus tangy barbecue sauce and and there's no space between the word sauce and the word and. <laughs> Who's running? They, their website isn't even. They, they couldn't even do a cursory edit on the website to make sure there were no errors. It's a new era of McDonald's, and I don't like it. Hacks. Hacks. Well, they know the only people who are going to do this stuff is, are YouTubers who eat gross stuff anyway. And but if I would, but but if you're a YouTuber. And you go order a crunchy double. What do you think? You're going to get all these views from eating what the menu's telling? No. What you, you want to get some attention. Order a Big Mac and slap an apple pie in the middle of it. And then let me see you eat that. That'll get, that'll get my attention. Yeah. And also, they didn't even do the best hack of all. Speaking of apple pie, you order a McDonald's Sunday, you order an apple pie, you smash that apple pie right into the Sunday. That's that's an ice cream. That's a hot apple pie a la mode Sunday right now. I'll take your word for it, Tom. <laughs> you know what? I, what about dipping French fries in a milkshake? No, I get does. it. I get it. I get. It. Is that what you do if you if you're at a fast food establishment? You dip French fries in the milkshake. I dip French fries in a milkshake. I dip French fries in the in the sweet and sour sauce that's meant for nuggets only. I dip French oh. fries. I put French fries in the burger. Clara Kane, you and I, we're cut from the same cloth with this. When I order a filet of fish sandwich, this is my process. Get that stupid thing. Take the top bun off. Take two French fries and use them. Suddenly, they're scrapers now. They scrape. They scrape. I scrape most, not all, because I'll just order with no tartar sauce. If I, I scrape almost all the tartar sauce off. Whatever tartar sauce is left on the thing, that's enough for me. Then I start piling the French fries on that thing, and I eat a thing with the fish and the French fries, and people are like, "Oh, that's disgusting." Yeah, I guess you never heard of. Uh, fish and chips. Yeah. Well, guess what? I'm doing fish and chips at the same time, held in place by this this little soft, this little soft cushiony bun is making it possible to eat them simultaneously. It's like my vice. It's like my soft, fluffy vice. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> 
Now, speaking of getting too old, is there a certain age where you're supposed to, where you can't be eating stuff like that anymore, Tom? You're gonna get. How old? What do you What do you think? I mean, I'm just. I'm just. I'm looking out for you. And I know you're, oh, that's you're, the most insulting thing I've ever heard. What am I supposed to? What am I? I'm supposed to just be an old guy at McDonald's with a cup of coffee and a copy of USA Today now? Is that what you think I am? You think I'm the old timer just plopping down at, at at McDonald's for four hours with the free USA Today? Well, I'm thinking maybe you got I'm you've got a New Yorker or something. You're elevated. Oh well, you, oh, of course. No, that's much more. That's much more befitting. I mean, I'm reading. I'm reading the a new uh, the New Yorker at McDonald's while I'm nursing a small coffee all morning. These are the old, these fossils. These fossils who do this, and I say fossils with the most with the utmost of love and respect. <laughs> they're lined up outside the McDonald's, waiting for them to open up. They're like rapping on the door. Tap, 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 tap. It's 602. Why aren't you open yet? Unlock the door. It's 602. And then they get up to that counter. I can't use this touch screen. What is this stuff? They're like, fine. Okay, we'll take your order. One small coffee. You didn't put out the USA Todays yet. Manager, it's like fine. Here's a USA Today. I don't want the green section. That's money. Purple is all entertainment. I don't even know what's going on there. Purple. <laughs> it's a purple. It's color coded. Oh wow! I didn't know that. I haven't. You never noticed that USA Today's color coded? No, I never noticed that. Well, it is. Claire, well, there's something. You learn something new every day. Today you learned about the crunchy double. You learned about USA Today's color-coded. <laughs> no, I wanted to say this. Claire mm-hmm. O'Kane, you're one of the funniest. Uh, you're one of the funniest people I know. Is that right? It really is. Yeah, it is. That's right. Well, that's right. You, you, you're so funny. But you're funny in a way. This is the thing. Some people are charming, but they couldn't make me laugh if they, if their life depended on it. Some people are funny, but they are a nightmare wrapped in human skin. <laughs> you are charming and funny. You're a nice person who's also funny. It's just nice. It means a lot. And you do stand up and you took a step away from it for a while. You took a break, focused on writing. You were, you were, uh, you did great. You wrote on the show Shrill for a couple seasons, which is very exciting. Yeah. Shrill. Mm -hmm. And then Shrill went out of business. Like it ran, it didn't go out of business. It ran its, it was a, it was a three season show, right? Three. Well, no, but it, 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 you had a great, it's a great run. Three seasons it was is a great. great. Run. I think that's a, that's a British run. That's all you need. Yeah. But that's actually how a lot, it didn't feel like, didn't feel like Shrill was being like, well, well, if we don't get 14 seasons, something went wrong here. Yeah. Yeah. 
No, it was meant to tell a story. And AD Bryant is, uh, has a commitment on Saturday Night Live on top of that. And it's just, it, 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 it was, it's a, it's a great accomplishment. You should all be proud of yourselves for that. Thanks. Yeah. I think it turned out pretty good. But then post shrill, mm-hmm. someone's getting back in front of the brick wall. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you're back on stage throwing it down with the laughs. Yeah, la- laugh styling. Yeah. So what is what is the show you have now? You have a full you have a full show now that you're doing. I'm doing a full show called Pain is Art. And, you know, it's about grief. The big G, and it's about, um, and it's about wanting to be more sincere, but it's hard when you haven't presented yourself that way for most of your life. And now, as somebody who has sincerity as a part of their persona, yeah, you know what I mean, like. Being seen as one thing, for instance, a comedian, mm-hmm. and then, uh, for example, maybe wanting to show other creative parts of myself through different mediums, music, mm-hmm. art, etc. And um, in that show, I try a bunch of those things, and then I talk about sad stuff, but it's also funny, but, you know... It's. I think it's a pretty well-rounded show. Where can one see this show? Well, you can see it on February 19th at this place called Life World in Gowanus, Brooklyn, New York. Okay. <laughs> so that's and a New York. That's the New York show. Is February 19th? Yes. It's a, it's a Saturday. Okay. And... Uh, Three March twenty ninth at the Elysian mm-hmm. Theater in Los Angeles, and yes, it's a Tuesday night. Oh. But you know, Claire, <laughs> you broke my heart with that one. You <laughs> broke my heart. I saw it was on a Tuesday. I said, "Of course, it's on a Tuesday. Of course." I know. I should have should have had more foresight. No, 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 it's fine. That's fine. It just means you pack that place out, the Elysian Theater, end of mm-hmm. March in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. It just means I miss out. Well, I don't know. Maybe, maybe you take a sick, sick day. Uh, you ever heard sick of one day? Of Why don't you take a sick day from your show and, and hang out on the best show that night? Oh, that doesn't make sense, right? Of course not. <laughs> Days. It's a combat zone now, Claire. Yeah. It's a combat zone. 2021, yeah. Tom would have taken a sick day on that. Ain't taking no sick day in 2022. This is 2022. Double deuce. This is a double deuce. Tom time. Combat zone. It's the combat zone. No. Huh. Right? Yeah. Welcome to the Tombat Zone. 
No, I'm excited about the show. I'm going to try to, I'll try to see if I can figure something out. Maybe we do best show in a different week that uh, night that week, but I'm excited about it. It's very, it's, it's, you're doing the show and where can people get info on tickets and whatnot? Uh, com or follow me on Instagram at Claire is okay. I think that's it. And, um, yeah. I don't know. I think it'll be cool. I would love for you to see it. There are a lot of stories I tell that a lot of my friends don't know about, and it's just a nice way to get it all out in mm-hmm. a fun way. Much like, uh, you know, writing sort of a memoir. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I know what that's like. Yeah. I wrote a book last year, Claire. Now, what's that? Oh, it's uh, it's uh, it's nothing. It's just it's a book, just with some stories and whatnot. Can I listen to it? Is it like? Can I? Just There's an audio book? book of it too. Yeah, you can check that out. It's called "It Never Ends." It was a national bestseller, and it's it's yeah. Hey, you can check it out. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. Whatever. Now, look, I really um. I think you should. I, I I'm excited that this is the road you're going down. Yeah, because it's 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 too. befitting your skill set and your talent. I think so too, and it's nice. Get this: I sit down in a lot of it. It's no stand up. I'm sitting down. Okay? This is some sit down. Do you turn the chair backwards? No, I don't. I edited that from the the original script. Okay, you don't just turn the chair backwards and go like, all right, real talk, guys. No, it's hurting my hips to sit like uh-huh. that. I'm, okay. getting, I'm getting old too. Sure, and you don't say you don't. Do you say to the audience, "Okay, real talk now"? I say, "Okay, listen up, real talk." Yeah. And this is the truth. Dot dot yeah. dot. This is the truth. I would say, like, get your notebooks out. Here comes some real talk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm thinking about doing a a, a one person show. Oh, yeah? Yeah. You know what I'm going to call it? Hmm. Rogan, a life. <laughs> and this is how it's going to start. They wheel out a, uh, one of those, one of those, uh, floaty, floaty tanks, sensory deprivation tanks. Mm-hmm. And then I come out of it soaking wet in a suit when a, and a bald wig on. Mm-hmm. And then I go. <laughs> They're making those sounds he makes. <laughs> then I get some kettlebells. I do. Ke- I would do a kettlebell workout for the for thirty five minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thinking about it. I'm thinking watching. about it. Rogan. Oh, Tom Sharpling is Rogan. Alive. What was it? Ro- Rogan a life? You said Rogan co- Rogan colon a life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, Claire O'Kane, this is exciting. You got these shows. I can't wait. Nobody can wait. Everybody's going to be there. We're all going to love it. And I'm happy you're doing it. And I'm happy you're going down the road. You're going down. Thanks, Tom. Thanks for letting me. Um, 
uh, spiel about it. Of course. On your birthday, my, the, the on, eve. On birthday eve, can you believe it? The dawn, the dawn of. And the thing people don't realize is every it, 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 a birthday takes a certain amount of skill. It's not something that just happens. Not everybody's yeah. got one of these. Uh-huh. So mine's kind of a big deal because not everybody has one. Yeah, that's true. No. Yeah. What are you gonna do? Are you gonna do anything fun? You gonna go out? You go out yeah. to your favorite uh, diner, diners, drive-ins, and dives. I'll probably I'll probably do a uh, drivers' diners and dives marathon uh, while I drive to different places watching the screen and try to replicate what some of the characters do in the actual place. <laughs> I used to work at a restaurant where that guy visited and there was a, a framed poster of guy signed mm-hmm. and something That's like cool. fantastic sandwich dudes or whatever. And then every so often people, people would come in and they go, I want what guy got. And I'd have to go, I don't know what that. I didn't see that episode. I don't know what you're talking about. Well, that's fun. That's really. I'm sure the owner loved that. <laughs> I don't know what that. you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I tried yeah. to order. I tried to spend some money here, and then <laughs> the uh, the the server behind the counter said, with all sincerity, <laughs> that they had no idea what I was talking about. Put on the spot. I had to wear a hat. Sucked. No, it really did. And I mean, and look, you had no choice in taking that job. You were drafted into it, and there was no, there was no getting (laughs) around that. It's true. Look, I'm glad you're not. Look, maybe you weren't cut out for that job. I wasn't. I wasn't strong enough. I wasn't strong-willed. But you know. Look at you Such now. Look at you life. now. I know. Um, but right, for your, for your birthday, for your birthday yeah. tomorrow, all day, I'm gonna yeah. listen to that song, uh, and I'll think of you all listen to the song. Old man, look at my life. I'm a lot like you, and I'll, I'll think of you. Thank, thank you. That really. Uh, that's a great man. note to go out on. Look at for this. my life. Old man, look at my life. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. Rem- I'm going to remember this. <laughs> Bye. All right, Claire. Have a good night. Yeah. Thank you. All right. Giving me the business. Give me the business. Right on, uh, right on my own show. Give me the business. Uh, can you give me another call, Pat, please? Hello, best show. Hey, Tom. This is Justin in San Francisco. How are you? I'm good. What's up, Justin? Oh, you know, just uh, listening to you. So I, I guess you got a birthday coming up. I'm sorry. I, I was uh, only able to hear a little bit of the show because uh, it was having connection problems. But I got it. You don't worry about it. You don't worry about it. The show will be there for you tomorrow. Yep, yep. But yeah, I got it. You got a birthday coming up. I, mine is in April. I think you and I are uh, kind of close in age, actually. I'm, I'm going to be 54 this year. 
Yeah, yeah, you're getting up there. I know. Up there. No. I'm going to be the big 8080. <laughs> so what uh, what can I do for you, my friend? Yeah, so, you know, I have a, a 15-year-old daughter, and I think that most of my uh, experiences with uh, realizing my age have had something to do with the kid at different times. One that sticks out definitely was, uh, I think it was, she was probably about 10 or 11 years old. And she asked me, you know, dad, what are, what are the, the biggest concerts you've ever been to? You know, what, what great superstars have you seen in concert? And, you know, I was very proud to tell her, I said, well, you know, I've, I've seen, uh, the Rolling Stones and the Who and the Clash, and David Bowie and R.E.M., and I'm looking at her, and her face is just completely blank, and she says, who are they? Yeah. Well, no, any of them, not any of them were. And she said, and she said, she goes, so, you, so you've never seen Ariana Grande? You've never seen uh, Taylor Swift? And uh, I said, no, no. But you know, I I actually was was kind of pleased by this. Why 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 you could take her to see them? Well, I could, but she wouldn't enjoy it. You know, I mean, I've gone with her to see you know shows that she wants to see. You know, young bands that uh, you know I'm, I'm not really you know the Chainsmokers. I would I took her to see the Chainsmokers. I took her to see. That's just, uh, that's just uh, you. Should, you probably I should probably call. Uh, Protective services, or so on that. You can't take a child to see the chain smokers. Well, they they have a their their name sounds a lot worse than their. Uh, I mean, was this some sort of punishment? Was she really bad? And you're like, that's it. I'm done grounding you. It was kind this, of a reverse this punishment, punishment. Needs to sink in. We're going to see the chain smokers. Yeah, it was it was reverse punishment. It was her punishing me. But I, you know, look, I, I think it's good that, you know, she doesn't know or care at all about, you know, the bands that were, were big and seemed so important when I was young. Cause you know, like I remember when I was a kid and all, you know, older people would tell me about, you know, how I should be so reverent toward, you know, these great artists that were important in their life coming up. And, you know, I would be a little resentful about it. And so I, I kind of think that, you know, some of the, the, the artists who, who I revered as a young person, they probably should fade away and, you know, and crumble. And, and you know, they're, they're kind of meant to be disposable, I think, you know. And so let, let the, the younger kids have their own. And why don't I take your kid? Why don't you take your kid to see Olivia Rodrigo? Go to a nice Olivia Rodrigo show. Yeah, well, she's going to see Billie Eilish. Uh, Pretty soon. There you go. So, are you yeah. going with? Are you going? No, she now she won't take me. Now she only she'll go with her friends. She doesn't want dad oh, around. See, see, got a real cats in the cradle situation here. Yep, exactly. Got a real. So you know what it sounds like? Somebody has to go buy a, a ticket to Billie Eilish and go themselves, and then go. Oh, what are you doing here? And then bump in. You got to bump into your kid at the show. I'll be that sad, creepy old guy at, at the show. You know, you walk through and you go, "Oh, I didn't know you were here." <laughs> oh, you like 
You like uh, Billie Eilish, too? <laughs> yeah, she'd just be running away. So, you know, that's uh, that's probably the main thing. I don't know. The other, I've, had, I've had some other things, too. Like, you know, I think there was the time when I was, uh, we, we were trying to check out at the uh, department store, and I was trying to use my phone to pay for uh, uh, our purchase, and I couldn't uh, get it to happen fast enough. And before I even said anything, she whipped the phone right out of my hand and like tap, 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 boom, it was done. And the, the woman behind the counter just said, yeah, you know, sometimes kids, they, they know how to use the phone you know, better than we do. I was just like, my God, you know, because I always thought I was pretty tech savvy, but man, uh, you know, I guess she was just born with this thing. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I think... My advice to you again, you go buy one Billie Eilish ticket <laughs> and you just float by and you get, then you show up, you go right to the merch table, you buy everything you can, you go in the bathroom, you change into all of it, throw <laughs> your clothes out that you came in with, throw them out. There's no looking back on this. Then you walk yeah. uh, and you walk through head to toe. You're decked out in Billy Eilish stuff. You got stuff about Billy Eilish. You got the shirt with the brother on it, Fergus. You got the whole deal. You got a sign that says, I love Fergus too, right? That's the brother's <laughs> name. And then, then you go, Oh, hey, what are you doing here? Mm-hmm. Are these your friends? Yeah, I've been an Eilish head for a long time. Yeah, you see, security would be, like, on me, and, uh, you know, I'd be uh, dragged out and arrested for, you know, pedophilia or something. But it's not, that, you know... Calm down down with this. This is is gross. It's gross and weird. You're allowed to buy a ticket to a uh, concert. Well, I, I know, but, you know, it's not, I mean, people are more, uh, I don't know, I think they're more uh, creeped out by, you know, the old, guy, the old guy alone at a concert than, than we were when we were kids. You could pull it off. You could pull it off, Pops. Maybe I'll have All to right, go into stuff. All right, Pops. I'm going to move on, Pops. I appreciate the call. Thanks, Pops. All right, another call, please. Best show, hi. Hey, Tom. Hey, who's this? This is Scott Rogowski. Oh, my goodness. Look at this. It's a cavalcade of stars tonight. Continues. Scott Bleepin' Rogowski, the host of... Nothing. <laughs> you know, you were, the, you were the host. You used to be the host of a game called... HQ Trivia. HQ, HQ Trivia. And, you, and, and you that was... How- you know, I feel like I'm old, right? That's that's the theme tonight. How do you know you're old? That was four years ago, Tom. Almost five. That was five years, almost five years ago. That's how I, I know I'm old. Yeah. I thought I was playing that thing when the moon landing happened. <laughs> so Tell you, five Only feels five like fifty. Years. Five feels like fifty these days. Five is the new fifty. Mm-hmm. So it what sure are you up is. to, Scott Regas? Because Scott, look, high Q, HQ. Live 
was a total hoot and you were the best host on the thing and everybody loved you. And then the thing, the thing went belly up and they blew it and they didn't do it right. And you watched a good thing go bad because these bums, these bums. And look, I maybe I'm putting words in your mouth. These bums, <laughs> they couldn't, they couldn't pull the thing off. They, they messed it up. Just like at the end of Easy Rider, they blew, you blew it. I blew it. We blew it. <laughs> you had it. You had it. You had it in your hand. Yeah. Well. And then, <laughs> then they blew it. They blew it. The rat. The bums. The bums. They blew it. Yeah. Well, I, I love it. Every time I call them now, I get the recap, and it makes me. <laughs> it I'm makes sorry. Me feel I don't good. mean to bring up that. No. I don't it, mean to bring up. It's good. It's good. It's good to be reminded of of mm. the disaster. No, it's look. It's it's a long time ago now, Tom. And uh no. I got to say, you know, I think I'm I think I'm putting showbiz behind me. I I got a new I got a new venture and I need your help. No, with this it. is not. No, this is I'm retiring. But I moved to LA. That's the big news. I moved I followed you moved your to heels. Los Angeles. Yes. On your heels. And I'm loving it. Ba 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 on the west side. Yeah. 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 And so uh, you're in Los Angeles. I oh, yeah. Currently right now I'm in my childhood home in Harrison, New York. I came home okay. to pack up my basement, my parents' basement, to, with all the thousands of vintage t-shirts and jackets and sweatshirts and hats and shipping it across the country because I'm opening a vintage store in Santa Monica, Tom. It's opening this weekend. Hold on a second. Wait. Wait a hold. Wait. Yeah. Hold on a second. Hold on okay, one, one doggone second. The h- former host of Running Late. Yeah. The former host of HQ. Yeah. You're hanging up the suit and tie. And you opened up a, a what now? I'm, I'm hanging up the suit and tie and putting on a tie-dye t-shirt from 1986. Oh my God! Featuring Jerry Garcia. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I've got Tom. I've got thousands of shirts. A lot of band tees. I know your family comes from the t-shirt business. Yes, they do. They and do. Pe- yes. And Perry, our dear friend Perry, is is a fellow t-shirt head. And Perry's yes. actually helping me with the logo. But I got I got to need. I need a name for the shop, Tom. This is what I need. So you're help you're with. opening a shop. Where? Santa Monica Main Street, twenty five twenty five Main Street. Right in the heart of Ocean Park, Santa Monica. You probably don't come down there too often, but you're well, what invited. What are you selling? You're selling vintage shirts? I'm selling the thousands of shirts I've been accumulating for 20 years, Tom. Since high school, I, I've been thrift wow. shopping and okay. collecting these things, and they're piling up, and they've got to go. So I found a store, an empty store, and uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going for it. I'm going for broke here. And... You need a name for the store, and it opens this weekend. I know this is. I, I meant to call earlier, but you know things have been so busy. I yeah, got yeah few, no, I get, I get it, I get it. I got a few ideas. I can run them by you. And, and yeah, you know, please. We got to come up with a name for your store. This is this is uh, this is front of the this is front of the line now. Yeah, this is this is pressing. So, let's see here. I mean, I, I've got a few ideas. I don't know. You know, my first first one that came to mind probably not going to fly. Osama Vintage Laden. Yeah, I don't. I don't like that. We don't like that one. Okay, because that's that's old news. He's vintage now. 
Um, more of current, I can do Rem Disadvantage. A little Rem Disavere play. Okay. Yeah, that might be a little. That might be a little niche. Too niche. Yeah. How about um, my cousin Vintage? My cousin Vintage. No, too, too, too cutesy. Too cutesy. Yeah. Uh, bathtub Gintage. No, it's no. Mis- mixed messaging. People are going to think it's a bar. Yeah. Well, look, I have a, I have an Instagram called Quiz Daddy's Closet, which I've been using to sell clothing for the last few years, donating the proceeds to charity. I might just stick with that, unless you have anything better, because I'm out. I'm all out of names after after those few. I think you go. Why don't you just call it? Rogo. Just Rogo. Rogo. Like Rogo boss? No. You see, you're outsmarting yourself. You're getting too clever by half. You gotta, you gotta, sometimes you just gotta let the thing be, Scott. And Rogo is the abbreviation of your name. Right. Right. I mean, I know you know that. I, I'm I get saying that it for one. the audience. Yeah. I'm saying, yeah. I would be shy if, if suddenly you were just, you're like, what? <laughs> I would be troubled. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You were just what like, now? hold on. No, wait, let me just say, let's check this for me. Well, those are the first four letters of my last name. Um, Rogo. I would say it's called Rogo. Is that too? It's too obscure for people who don't know what Rogo is. I mean, you know, Rogo Vintage called Rogo, Rogo Wear. Rogo Wear. Wait, who's you'll get sued. That? Then you'll get sued, and you'll get a lot of free publicity. Wait, what are you saying, Mike? Rocco Wear. Rocco he'll, get, he'll, he'll get he'll get sued by Rocco Wear. Mm-hmm. By Mo Rocca? Rocca wear, right? Isn't that Mo a... Rocco yeah. By Mo Rocca. Yeah. That's the clothing line Mo Rocca started Mo with Jay-Z. <laughs> it was uh, Dame Dash, Jay-Z, and Mo Rocca. Uh-huh. Vance DeGeneres is a silent partner. Uh-huh. Vance DeGeneres is a silent partner, and uh, then they got... Uh, uh, who else? Who are some early Daily Show people? <laughs> Beth Cahill, was that the, one name? Cahill. David Tell was there for a minute. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, but a, look, Rogo wear. Rogo wear. Rogo's modern life. Rogo cop vintage. This is, see, the puns. Too clever. Too much. The puns, Scott. I know. It's my weakness. Scott. The puns. It's the death of me. If anything's got to go, pun go. <laughs> not Rogo. <laughs> look, you're with. This is the thing. You're not doing a weird owl of a business. You're the business now. Stop weird out. Stop weird owling your business. <laughs> you could. That's it. That you identify Make a my real nature. Thing. Make a real thing. <sighs> Just own it. You're opening a real business. I know. Don't weird owl it with the names. Scotty's World. No. Rogo. He had to say Rogo, Rogo. Boss. Rogo Modern Life. Rogo. Hey, hey, hey. I, I, maybe it's a lack of confidence. Is that what it is? Rogo stick. A uh, Rogo stick? I got, <laughs> I got a Rogo stick. I hop around on that. Uh, Rogo Noga? Yeah, no. Yeah. No go. No go to any of these names. Scott, this is what I'm going to say to you, and I mean yeah. this from the bottom of my heart. Yeah. Act like you belong. Mm, that's it. Stop acting like you got to slap a joke on there for permission to uh, to, to just... You're, Start acting like the class. Stop acting like the class clown. Start acting like the class president. Oh, 
I happened to be the I was a student body president my senior year. Yeah. 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 SBP. There you go. How about SPP SBP's vintage? Student body vintage. I don't know. I I, I think Quiz Daddy's Closet. Do you like the sound of that? The ring of that QDC? Quiz Daddy's Closet? It, it throws the Quiz Daddy in there? You know? seems like, it seems like you're running, uh, seems like you're shooting a Quiznos porn parody. <laughs> I don't even know what. What would that be? It would be. I don't know, but that's what that's invoking. It's invoking a Quiznos porn parody. Uh-huh. I, I, look, you're asking for immediate reactions. That's my reaction to Quiz Daddy's closet. Uh huh. Toasted tastes better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Quiz. Scott, I mean, yeah. You well, heard the advice. Okay. I'm gonna say it back it. to me. Say it back to me. Rogo. No, no. Say the advice back to you. <laughs> Stop acting like a class clown and start acting like the class president or a class you act. Know. You could have said. Either or a way. class act. Yeah. I think you got the goods. Well, I do. I've got thousands of goods. And, and that's and, a, but, but it's curated. It's curated. It's, oh my gosh. And, and again, tying back to the theme, which I've been listening to for the last hour, not too many people have been really talking about the theme, but, um, you know what's scary, Tom? What's, what's becoming vintage? What's considered vintage now? What the kids are into? Yeah. Like some forty-one, some forty Papa Roach T-shirts, Good Charlotte T-shirts. This is vintage now. Yeah. This is terrifying. And the only thing that's more terrifying than that stuff being considered vintage is that you were buying all those shirts. <laughs> yeah. uh, you were yeah. at the you were at the merch table saying the you got a large on that uh that Good Charlotte shirt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How much fish stuff is going to be for sale, uh, or is that not for sale? That's that's the PC. That's the personal collection. That's not for sale. Yeah, but I will I will throw a few dead teas in there. You know, almond bros. You know, I've, Look, I've got Scott, my personal. This is a winning. This is a winning idea. It's a winning idea. You're about to win with this. Well, I invite you You're to come about check it to out. Win. All LA I, know, I will check it out. I yeah. will check it out. But I'm just telling you, you're about to win. But all I'm saying, don't outsmart yourself. All right. Give yourself a classy, give yourself a classy real name. Don't put a pun. It doesn't have to, it's not a comedy, it's not a comedy routine right now. You'd be funny in the store. Be funny in the store. (laughs) Be funny in the store, not funny on the sign outside the store. Okay. That is good advice. Yeah. Because you got it. You get, look. You're a winner. Winners and winners win. Yeah, and it's your time to win. Do I have permission to call it the best shop? No, no, and permission not granted. Permission <laughs> denied because <laughs> you're still doing the same thing. <laughs> Mike, what is it with this guy? I don't know. Can you believe Mike, this guy? This guy? Can you believe this guy? I can't believe everything's everything's got everything. <laughs> Permission to a novelty store? Permission to use why the best show? Why don't you sell? Why don't you? You want to? You want to do this stuff? Sell sell, uh, sell the te- the wind up teeth and uh, and joy and and joy buzzers. Yeah, joy buzzers. Permission to use the best show logo just to change the W to a P. And I'll put that as my sign. <laughs> Wait, what? Say that again? I'll use the best show logo. I change the yeah. W to a P, and there you go. That's my shop. Best shop. No, that's two. 
Because yeah, that sounds like Top Shop. Yeah, that's true. They went out. This is what you got to do. <sighs> Act like you belong, because you do. All right. Because you do. Act like you that. belong, because you do. You're the real deal. Tom, you're the real. You're the best. And happy Erev birthday, as we say in my faith. Birthday Eve, Erev birthday. And uh, I, I appreciate the you advice. Sweet. And listen, I want to I want to see you in L.A. It's, I've been here nine months and, and no sweet. no sharpling sightings yet. No, no, you're sweet. Yeah, maybe you, I don't know if you heard uh, about this uh, uh, <laughs> uh, deadly virus deadly going virus. around. And by the way, you know, limiting just... limiting a lot of uh, <laughs> limiting lim, limiting a lot of hangouts. Yeah. We can zoom. Hangouts have been at a minimum. <laughs> can I can I get credit for it? last year when I called in around this time around January last year, and I told you I said twenty twenty one ain't going to be it, Chief. We got another year of this. Well, I want to also say first of all, when it came to the pandemic, nobody was more wrong about when the when the uh, vaccine was going to show up than you were. <laughs> you were saying we don't get shots. You were saying nobody gets a shot until August. Yeah. True. I'll take the L on that. But this is all I'll say. I had no idea. I was just I was just, I just threw out a different thing and and I was closer. Yeah. I didn't know. We could still be waiting for the vaccine and I would have been like, Yeah, I guess that's how it goes. <laughs> but this uh, is what I want to say to you. Yeah. Scott Rogowski. You got the goods. That might be the You name. got the goods. The goods. So all I say to you. Act like you got to believe in goods. All right. Stop with the the puns, the gags, yucking it up. Take it easy. Take it easy. Just you be want human. This, you want somebody to be able to come into that store. No, if somebody goes in that store and they feel like it's a novelty shop and it's all jokey, they're not gonna they're not gonna plunk down one hundred fifty dollars for a sum forty one shirt. <laughs> I wish they were 150. Can I ask a question? Yeah. Are all those shirts? I mean, you said this is from your personal collection. Yeah. Are they all the same size? Mike, no. that was the question I was that was going to ask. Okay. They weren't. So, so personal collection. So here's how it started. I know we're running up against it, but very quickly, I started in high school thrift thrift shopping for myself. You know, buying my size, but I come across yeah. these great things that are just that weren't my size, and I couldn't let them sit in the rack for a dollar, two hours. So I started buying those, the smalls, the extra larges, and then they started piling up. And now I got everything under the sun, every size, kids stuff, triple XL, all. I mean, seventies, eighties, nineties, early two thousands. I got it, it's crazy. It's too much. I've been packing all up today. I got twelve boxes, two by two by two boxes, going UPS ground. I mean, it's cost me a fortune to get this stuff across the country, but this is uh, this but, is this is what I'm doing now. But you inadvertently planned for your retirement. Yeah. How this about is it. how about good guys vintage? Good guys, like the uh, Mark Wahlberg movie. But but but, but it's but it's other guys, good guys. No, that was other guys. But you're okay. but you're good guys, good guys vintage. Good guys, the women. You want women to come to the store, right? That's true. Yeah. When you do all the puns like that, it seems like you're running a clubhouse. Good folk, vintage. Good folk. Uh, well, write me. I, I all listeners can can suggest names. I'll I'll take any name suggestions. Right now, the placeholder name is going to be Quiz Daddy's Closet. Q 
qdc.vtg on Instagram. I shortened it on Instagram, qdc.vtg. So message me. Look, I just want you to succeed. I just want you to succeed. That's all I want. I want you to succeed. And I just don't want you to outsmart yourself. Because you're a smart guy, you're a funny guy, you're a clever guy. Just don't outsmart yourself. Yeah, well, you know. I don't I, have the, look, these are not the problems I have. Outsmarting myself is not a problem for me. You're too smart to outsmart yourself. You're too fun. My no, problem is No, not, I'm not smart enough to outsmart crutch. myself. The puns are a crutch. We all know this. I mean, I, I was reared on Weird Al and Alan Sherman and, mm-hmm. you know, this this is parody. This is my my language. Alan Sherman? Yeah. Would you grow up in a nursing home? <laughs> How about good pun that name, vintage? Mike. Good, good yeah, pun. Hello, mother. Hello, mother. Hello, father. Oh, that guy. I need an Alan Sherman shirt. Camp Granada. Good pun vintage. Ooh. Good pun. Now, bad no jokes. pun zone. The, bad it, jokes it, the store should be a no pun zone. <laughs> I have a Bill O'Reilly t-shirt. I got the no spin zone shirt. That's you do? Now. Yeah, you want that one? No, I don't. <laughs> Scott, where do people get check info on this store, which is very exciting? Virtually, you can check it out at qdc.vtg on Instagram, or if you're in the L.A. area, 2525 Main Street, Santa Monica. Tell them Tom sent you. Tell them Tom sent you. One of the best shirts I have, by the way, you mentioned Tombat. I got a, I got a Combat Rock 82 Clash original. Love it. How about Tombat Rock? How much is that going to sell for? Oh, that's that's going to be nine hundred mid mid three figures. Nine hundred. Well, I might be a little rich, but I'm thinking four yeah. to five. That's I'm bumping big... that up to eleven. Give me a couple of things. I'll tell you the price. I would say they should be. Throw a couple of shirts. Okay. Out. Okay. Well, let me think here. Um, I got a '94 Elton Billy classic. The 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 dual piano tour. Three dollars. <laughs> <laughs> In the Sharpling price, blue book. Uh, give, give, me blue another, book? give me another one. Okay. Give me another one. How about? Uh, I'm trying to think of uh, 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 music. I got some Winona, Winona Judd shirts. What do you think? Uh, Thirty-five hundred dollars. Thirty-five hundred. That's yeah. <laughs> there you go. How about? Um, ooh. How about? I got a Blink One Eighty Two Two Thousand Four tour. Mm-hmm. Two thousand four dollars. Two thousand four dollars. Yeah. How about uh, uh, the kid? Well, with Rock. a one hundred eighty-two dollar discount if they pay in cash. <laughs> well, I have all the cash and credit system going. Yeah, like the gas yeah. stations. How about? Uh, 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 have you heard of Buck Bonham? This Willie Nelson movie from like the seventies. Buck I found this, Bonham. It's no. called. Buck Bonham. I, I, yeah, it's, it's a Willie Nelson shirt, but it says Buck Bonham on it. I think it was a movie. I looked it up. It's crazy. 1977. That's a rare one. That's got to be something. I also got the Willie Nelson IRS tapes when he was, <laughs> it says, okay. you know, 1-800-something or other. He's got his phone number on there. He's selling his. There's a shirt? Yeah, there's okay. a shirt. Yeah. It's, it's Willie pretty Nelson. pretty cool, actually. It is pretty cool. There's some great history in these shirts, man. There's some good stuff here. I got the. You're gonna, uh, be like what, you're gonna be like one of those guys that the pawn stars call on when they get a shirt into the yeah, shop. You he's to gonna be in. like the. I got a t-shirt the guy. guy. Is like the like the Amish guy. Yeah. I got to call my t-shirt. That's gonna be the next one. <laughs> Him and Chumley are gonna be hanging out. 
I mean, between Perry and myself, we could we could do we could run some kind of business like that. I mean, Perry, Perry's got the he he's got the goods. He's got the real goods when it comes to the music tees. But no, I'll tell you, my goal with Perry is yeah. This is what I'm telling. I'll say this right now on the air. Perry can hear this, and I, this is no no. It is not meant to be hurtful. Not meant to be anything. The play I'm going to make with Perry. I'm going to bide my time. Wait till Perry has a, a thin, a thin, thin year. Then I move in. Eight hundred dollars. I buy all of his shirts. Eight hundred bucks. <laughs> Every T-shirt Perry has eight hundred. Wow! And I make him load them up into the truck. And you're going to make the same Pawn Star excuse. You're going to say, "Look, I got to turn it around and sell it." You got to understand. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> That sounds like a Barry move from Storage Wars. Now, now we're That's talking. It's more of a Rick. It's more of a Rick move. More of a Rick move. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have any uh, Storage Wars HQ merch? Any HQ merch? I got. Uh, I still got my HQ Air Maxes. My my sneakers. Okay. Yeah. How much are those going for? Uh, Tom, what do you think? Well, you put the price on that. Seventy-one grand. Yeah, that's that seems accurate. Game worn. These are game worn. They are gamers, and in fact, I did open them up. I I, I did try to auction them off <laughs> last year. Do you have any autographed stuff? How did that go? Well, I, I set the I set the opening bid purposely high because I didn't really want to sell them. But I thought yeah, yeah, I thought, you didn't want to part with them. Yeah. In my memory, they were pristine. I never I opened the box up. There's like hot chocolate stains or something over over the right shoe. I couldn't believe it. This whole thing stained up. I think I might have worn them once and spilled it. on them. You shouldn't have worn them to that hot chocolate party. Yeah, the Golden Corral. I got the fountain on spilling yeah, all over guy's, the place. This guy's got uh, this guy's wearing priceless shoes. He's at the Chocolate Wonderfall. <laughs> He's splashing chocolate all over the place. And also, how it look? I know we all want to move past things with the pandemic and everything. That's not Who just back. burped? Who just burped? Wasn't me. Wasn't Was me. not me. Who was that? <laughs> Good lord. <laughs> Pat? I thought I was on mute. <laughs> I guess it was Pat. What is going on here? <laughs> points uh, deducted, right? I think you should get points for it, honestly. <laughs> the Howard Stern show. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> now, I'm, I'm, uh, that's a uh, uh, minus 5,000 points for that, Pat. <laughs> I was on mute. Because <laughs> it was such a... It was such a leisurely burp, also. <laughs> it was also a juicer. It was also just, but it was just so. There was such a, there was such a pleasure in it that I cannot endorse. Stretched <laughs> it out, yeah. <laughs> the elongated burp. Yeah. So look, you got some HQ merch. I mean, I just, it's it's. Few and far between. What's whatever's left? But you know, I got my I got my baseball got a hoodie, card. HQ hoodie. I got I got some. Yeah, I got some things. But that's I think that's got to stay in the museum. What's the what's the what's the crown jewel that will be in the store? Well, I mean, you know that 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 that, that class shirt is, is is up there, and then I also have a, a 1978 Almond Brothers shirt, which is great. Win, lose, or draw, like an original. But then I have. I need to really get an appraiser on this one. I think this might be. Circa 1980, Bob Marley Uprising album. It's like this huge all-over print, they call it, double-sided, big marijuana leaf on the back. Illustration on the front, Bob Marley and the Whalers Uprising. It could be from 1980, and that okay. that could be like a $1,000 shirt. Yeah. 
Yeah. At least. Yeah. So that that might be the the, the crown jewel. I'll, I'll bring that. I'll bring that to LA. And what if you um? What if I got you think NWA. about these shirts? I have an this NWA kind of shirt, shirt too. Yeah. What's that? I have an NWA, which has the the word that you cannot say on on the front sure. of the shirt, which is also All right. a, a big well, one. And there's some people saying it these days. <laughs> yeah, some, some people say it. Some <laughs> some people some people would disagree that you can't say that. Some yeah. complete piles of trash. Very rich um, people. Yeah. But I would say this: the shirt I'm looking for. It's a Led Zeppelin shirt. It says 1980 tour. And clearly the shirt was rolling off the presses because mm. it said a tour 1980. And then it just has across the tour stamped canceled canceled <laughs> as if, which is the dumbest shirt I've ever seen in my life. They made these shirts that said, cause John Bonham died, died. the drummer. Yeah. So what it, what it's implying is that. They had printed these shirts, and then somebody made a giant stamp that print that stamped in T-shirt ink, bigger than any stamp has ever been, and that they stamped canceled across the shirts as if this is like the news and you can't release a shirt that just has the dates on it that aren't happening because everybody on earth who would wear a Led Zeppelin shirt would know the drummer died. So they're not playing anymore. Yeah. Well, no, we can't put these shirts out. It's not factually correct. It's got to say canceled across the back. These dates aren't happening. Is that a real shirt? Have you seen this shirt? Oh yeah, Scott. Is is it from like 1980 though? Is it is it, is it original? Yeah, that was that when time? I was a kid. It was when I was a little wow. kid. I saw those shirts. Right now, Perry shouts, uh, screaming in his mind. Yeah, at his computer speakers. Yeah, but I want to say this. That's a biggie, Scott. Where where is the address again? Twenty five twenty five Main Street, Santa Monica, California. And it opens when? I'm doing a Super Bowl pop-up this weekend. This is the kind of, you know, look, Tom, I bought, I, I didn't buy it. I'm renting this place. And it had all this, it, it had been, it had been like a women's boutique for 37 years and this grungy carpeting. I'm ripping this carpeting out, breaking my back, taking the tax out, doing all this stuff. I'm going to be stocking this thing myself, working this thing myself. I, I got, I'm, I'm getting the carpet re, I mean, I'm trying to get the place in the, in the good shape. So it's not quite ready for a full open, but I'm going to do a little soft launch pop-up this weekend for the Super Bowl. It's in LA. You know, got to take advantage of the L.A. Super Bowl. So it's going to be mostly football jerseys and things available for sale this weekend. But then I'm hoping March 1st I can go wide with the proper proper launch. And I'll have a proper name by then. And do you have, are there, are there things that are like, like throwback jerseys? They're all original. I mean, I, I, I don't mess with like the Mitchell and Ness stuff, like the throwback, you know, the, uh, the, the new ones that are made to look old, like these are all original to the time they came out. So, you know, Eric okay. Dickerson, L.A. Rams, like 1980s. Mm-hmm. I have that. You know, I've got, I've got some Boomer Esiason Bengals from the 80s. Like, I got this stuff. I got some good mm-hmm. stuff. So, come on out if you want to pack. You know, load up on your Rams and Bengals gear before the big game. It's a great place to mm-hmm. to stock up. Okay, I like it. Yeah. And where can people read about it online and check the check the info? As it gets uh, updated? QDC.VTG on Instagram. 
that's my only presence right now. All right. I love it. Yeah. QDC. QDC. Dot VTG. It's like I put a little dot there to break it up. Quiz Daddy's Closet Vintage. Okay. Well, Scott, you got it figured out. This is going to be a winner. And I'm just going to say this. I'm going to say this. You're doing this now. It ain't over till it's over, baby. Yeah. It's... It ain't over till it's over. Well, you I'd be, focus I'd be on okay this now. You focus on this now. You focus on this now. You don't. Yeah. You don't worry about anything else. You focus. This is what's in front of you right now. This is what you're doing right now. It's great. You focus on this. Look, I'm doing life other is, things. Life is long, Scott Rogowski. I'm, I'm, I don't want to mention this, but I'm hosting a podcast, of course. <laughs> and I don't want to say, look, okay, well, that kind of defeats the defeats dramatic the arc yeah. I was building for you, but that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> that's fine. The, guy, the guy's a real sense of uh, narrative here. Yeah. He's yeah. a real sense of narrative. I don't want people to think I'm destitute. And I'm, Couldn't you know, squeeze a couple puns in there also <laughs> while you're at it? Right. Completely, <laughs> to completely undercut? To completely undercut what I was trying to build for you? <laughs> no, you do the store. The store is going to be great. You're going to make some good money unloading some stuff, but then you just realize life is long, my friend. Yeah. And you got the chapters are not over for a Scott Rogowski. Wherever you end up, it's going to be a very good place. Wow. That, that's thank you for the very, call, Scott very Rogowski. Sweet time. Well, let's let's hang soon when we when you of when course. you feel comfortable. Yes, of course. Okay. Yes. Thank you. Good night, my friend. Happy birthday. Bye. Good luck, Scott. How many more calls do we have, Pat? We got one. I just got to plug something really quick. Okay. This guy's got to plug. Pat, what do you want to plug? Um, Olympics, the Olympics, and I'm hoping I'm hoping yeah, we Jason... want to plug a uh, new new uh, new uh, what, what uh, Mountain Dew, Mountain uh, Gas X. Yeah. I'm hoping plug, uh, he's got a deal. What, what, what do you want to <laughs> Slim Jim? Plug a Mountain Dew and I'm Slim hoping Jim? Uh, I'm hoping Jason and Mike can help me out with this plug. Okay. Ha- Happy birthday! Most beautiful thing I've ever heard. Happy birthday! Most beautiful song I've ever heard. Thank you, thank you both. Happy birthday, Tom! Thank you, Mike. Of course, from the East Coast. I appreciate it, Mike. Yes, the East Coast. From the East Coast. (laughs) No, it's it's a it's a it's nice. And look, I saw this Jackass movie, and it tied into what I was thinking. These are these old dogs. These jackass guys. These are the old dogs. But Johnny Knoxville still getting in that bull ring, still getting knocked by that bull, still climbing into a cannon. You gotta get the. If you got the fight, if you got the fight in your bones, you know what you do. You fight. You're tired. You don't want to fight no more. Then don't fight. I still got the fight, baby. I still got the fight. I need to slap some cheeks and and, and knock some noggins around. It ain't done yet. <laughs> That's what I need, Mike. <laughs> a couple of those. Snap out of it. Snap out of it. <laughs> and then I'm going to do a couple of these. That's when I run my finger up and down, up and down your face. <laughs> <laughs> 
and your lips go pretty powerful stuff um pat you give me the final call and we're going to wrap it up Hello? best show hi hey hey who's this is this oh wow uh this is this is casey in uh in brooklyn uh time your voice sounds uh different than <laughs> i imagine it would sound well, how so how's it different I don't know. Well, now now it's kind of evened out. It sounds like the podcast, okay. but <laughs> that's my voice. Uh, I, I'm sorry. Um, happy what birthday! Is what is it? Leave this Thank guy. You so I can't believe Mike. I can't believe this guy. I'm believing. I'm giggling. Yeah, the giggler. Oh jeez, the giggler. Oh jeez, oh jeez. They shot the giggler. They shot the giggle. <laughs> um. Well, Tom, I, I just, uh, yeah, I just wanted to call in because I, I realized uh, around this time last year that we share a birthday. Um, February 9th is your birthday. Yeah. All right. Right now. How's that working for you? It's, it's working all right. Um, I, I, uh, I, I turned 30 uh, while I was waiting uh, for you to, to let me on. Um, so it's an honor to have you be the first person that I, I speak to in this decade. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> I appreciate. I appreciate it, my friend. Um, I'm also honored that you're you're talking to me. Uh, that you're a little overtime right now. Uh, yeah, we're in overtime. Not, I wanted to take care time. of you, though. I wanted to take care of you and work that well because it's your <laughs> birthday. It's your birthday too. What are you going to do for your birthday? Can you believe Pat burped uh, on the air? I still can't believe that. I was, I, 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 uh, I, I turned the show back on, uh, cause I was, I didn't know if you guys had the show yet. Yeah. And I happened to burp at the same time. And I got nervous that somehow, you know, this is my first time calling. I don't know how it works. I don't know if you put me not. Hold for a moment. I thought maybe you, you caught me, but I missed Pat's burp because I was also burping. But, uh, fine. Anyway. That's fine. Look, look, it's fine. I'm sorry to miss the burp. <laughs> no, it's there on. It's there online for you. You enjoy yourself. You listen all all the live long day. All right, my friend. You got anything for the topic? Uh, well, I mean. I don't. I don't want to be uh, so so vain as to think that uh, turning thirty is is that old. Although I'm certainly been panicking about it all week. Um, but I did. I I played. Uh, I was at my friend's house uh, earlier this week, and he forced me to uh, put on his Oculus and and enter the uh, metaverse, and, and that made me feel uh, kind of like alarmed and old. Um, but I don't know if that's quite quite topic worthy. It's no, it's all it's all the same. It's all a part of it. <laughs> it is. It's all a part of it. When you feel it, it means it's beginning. <laughs> so it's yeah, beginning. So. You're getting older. You know that. We're all look, and we're all getting old at the same same rate. Huh. Think about that. There's a seven year old who's going to turn eight. 
the same rate you're about to turn 30, my friend. Oh, my God. Well, if they have the February 9th birthday. Well, everybody's in the same boat. So that's all I'm trying to say. Mm, okay. Uh, you have a great birthday. You seem like a good sort, and you have a great birthday. Thank you, Tom. I appreciate it. Uh, you have a good birthday. I guess you know, you're, a little, you're, you're three hours behind, so yeah, uh, but Godspeed towards, towards uh, the next year for you. Thank you so much. Thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> all right, bye. Yeah. Yeah, no. It's a, look, that that puts the uh, that uh, puts a lid on that. Um. Yeah. No, it's all good. I appreciate the birthday yeah. wishes. I appreciate the birthday wishes. We're just gonna say this. Yeah. Wait, why are you still on? It's say goodbye. What's <laughs> <laughs> this guy doing? Bounce him. Is he gone? Pat, is he gone? Yeah. He's gone. I'm going to say this. I appreciate the nice wishes. I'm feeling good. I got some plans. I got some moves. There's going to be some big stuff. And I'm working on the big stuff on a daily basis. Some facts are going to start dropping soon for people. And you're going to know what time it is. We're getting it out there. So look out, Jack. Here comes the best show. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Best show will be back next week. And what's the topic next week? Get ready. Next week, that's right, best show comedy boot camp. Best show comedy boot camp. (laughs) Got a lot of funny, unfunny bleeps out there. And I'm going to put you through the ringer. And if I say you ain't funny, stop. <laughs> if I say you're funny, you got the, you got the endorsement. That's what we're going to do next week. Best show comedy boot camp. Get ready. What did they Thanks get? A, a, t- a tight two minutes? Mike, I don't know yet. No, yeah. Okay. I have a title. I'll figure it out over the next week. Okay. I don't know. You think I'm writing next week's show on a Monday? I got a week to figure that out. Unbelievable. On my birthday of all days, this guy. Can you believe this guy? I can't believe it. I can't believe it. (laughs) Spitballing. No, I get it. I get it. Everybody check out uh, so far on the Patreon, patreon.com slash the best show. Second to last episode's up there. Uh, final one's coming soon. I'm going to put an Ask Tom up. Uh, it's recorded. It'll go up on the weekend, you think? Yeah, it should go up Sunday. Great. It'll go up on Sunday. Ask a really good Ask Tom. And more stuff coming soon. And thanks, everybody. We'll be back next week. Have a great week. Bye.